Welcome to episode three of the fucking fantasy basketball pod with your hosts, Rasmus, Chrissy, and Ollie. Ole. Sorry. I appreciate you messing up my name. Yeah, you're just Ole. That's pretty much how I feel about my team's performance. So very fitting. Thank you. This is wow. Um, there's going to be a lot of explicatives when we talk about my team. It'll be a lot of aggression, but we'll get there. Listen, listen. The dynamic right now is pretty funny because one host is sitting at the top of the standings. And listen, I understand that this week is going to end today and I'm not going to get a win, but we're talking about the current standings that you can see inside of ESPN. So this current mm-hmm. week doesn't count. So one of us is at the top and the other two are just sitting at number nine and 10. Yeah. Like far into number nine and 10, like root, like oh, a we'll, we'll get there. You'll hear my thoughts on my team. Okay. You'll, you'll hear that. So okay. if you were to ask me, how, how you doing? How's life? Oh, life's life's actually fucking great. Fantasy life sucks. I hate it. I'm depressed in fantasy world. Uh, I'm, I have no idea how this played out for you guys. I don't know how this happened. Actually, for Rasmus, I do. It's COVID shit. And then had, it's mentally unstable players on your team. I've been I, really I, I think up. it's unfair of you to give him that much excuse <laughs> because pretty much everything I said on episode one about my concerns with Rasmus's team has come true. Really? <laughs> So I had a lot of COVID unluckiness. I'll say I've, I've been a slightly unlucky, but I've also just had shitty picks that I made that worst case scenarios are what is what actually happened. So real quick, I'm going to do one of these. I, I, I don't have a beer can, so I got a bottle. I don't know what it sounded like, but uh, let me get that first sip of that brew. It so- sounded just as good as the idea of picking Anthony Davis. <laughs> So it sounded awful. I'm, I'm excited to talk about him later. So you guys are drinking brewskis because it's like five, six p.m. for you. It's seven a.m. for me, so I'm drinking coffee. But All right, Christian, what is the lineup? What's the itinerary for today? So um, we'll figure out the exact order of everything. But what we're going to talk about today is we're going to do a live breakdown of every team in the league. We're going to look at the five biggest breakout players so far this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to look at the five biggest busts so far this year. Then we're going to, then we're going to make the, each of us a live trade offer. I don't know if that makes sense. We're each going to make a trade offer to each other live on air, completely Mm -hmm. legit. And I really hope at least one trade goes down. Uh And then we're going to talk about the best undrafted players so far who are actually going to provide value the next year and should be rostered. Sick. All right, let's so, start talking about teams. Let's start with mine. My team's ass. It's so ass. It's so bad. You don't, once we get into it and you look at it and I explain to you, it's so awful. Like it's, it's in, you won't believe it. Like you would look at it. You're like, how is this? Ha- how is your roster? So shit. How, what did you do? You would think Rest, that, I, Rest, that I picked Rest. TJ Warren in the third round and I just consistently made moves. Rest is, Rest is, we're not starting with this segment. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Christ. We're not starting. He needed game. to get it off his chest. Like yeah, this, this so, is 13 days of buildup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like my team is bad, but my my hatred for my own team way exceeds how bad it is. Oh no, really? Rest, yeah. how do you do that? You drafted your own freaking team. I know. That's why I'm um dumbfounded. I'm distraught. I, I'm, what? Holy shit. That's <sighs> really unfortunate. 
Oh. Ross, this is I think I need team. I need better... some more beers than usual for this one. Say what? Okay. Okay. I'm looking at your team right now. Um, He's pretty look, bad. I don't, I don't. I don't see what the problem is. Okay. So we'll we'll get into it. We'll we'll get into it. Um, okay. What's the first segment we're gonna do? Let let let's start with the biggest breakout stars of the year so far, and we can and we're bringing five names to the table each. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can look at it however we want. Either it could be like the most surprising players. Or it could just be players who are freaking killing it, but you know they were drafted in round two or round one, and yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean. So we could bring however we want to the table. Yeah. And I'm gonna start real quick, just because it's my own player. So mm-hmm. I want to talk my own player here. Ollie's making a face that people can't see. I deliberately did not choose any of my own players because I only I don't have much bright brightness to bring to this well, podcast and there was one guy i could have talked about for 30 minutes but i decided to be nice and be fair and egalitarian but i'll let christian go first with his own player okay we get it you're top of the league fine i was, I was gonna say there's no one you could possibly talk christian about. hasn't lost a category so far i have not i'm going to this week but i have not which i'm gonna lose many really people. proud of all right who's your who's your guy uh my first guy is Bradley Beal, who I drafted in the first pick or with the first pick of the third round and is averaging 35 points per game. Mm-hmm. So all the concerns that I had, because I definitely did have concerns with Russell Westbrook joining them, are completely gone for me. And I fully expect him in every way, shape and form to be a first round player the rest yeah. of the year. Yeah, I have no 100%, doubt about 100%. Yeah. Uh, it, so he's number two on the player radar. Did he go for 60 or something last game? 61. Oh, and, then af- oh. and then after that, 42. Oh, and they lost yeah. both games. We love fans. Yeah. yeah. And that's great. I love when a good player plays for a bad team. Let, let, let's real quick. Let, let's each tell uh, the biggest breakout player from each of your own teams. I want to do this because it's funny who my breakout player is. Like literally don't, the, don't the guy that has exceeded fade. expectations the most on my team is Mitchell Robinson. Oh, really? He's, he's my like the, the player that has outperformed his draft position the most. And okay. the great thing about him, he's getting almost 30 minutes a night. You would think he's like having a like a real breakout season. He's having a I'm, – I'm satisfied, but it's nothing crazy. He's averaging 2.0 blocks, uh, like nine points, eight rebounds. But his minutes are up. So I'm hoping that his production will take a step up soon. But uh, that that's my breakout player. That tells you everything you need to know about my team. The number, the amount of minutes that he's playing is would make me feel really good about Mitchell Robinson. But yeah, I do. He, I do feel really good about him. Yeah, twenty nine a game is massive for him. Yeah, yeah that is. Really but he's still putting up numbers as if he was playing nineteen a game. So <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I've got to say though, I'm optimistic. That that huge forty five percent from the line. Ooh, Ooh. massive. Like I said, that tells you everything you need to know about how my team's doing. <laughs> okay, so uh, I do team. actually have, despite being in last place, I do actually have one guy who's performing really well. Yeah, so look, just you have way more brightness or bright spots than, than I do, but go. So I have Chris Middleton, who is actually currently the oh. number sixth ranked player mm-hmm. using our rankings. Yes. Uh, He's that's uh, Yeah, nine cat with field goals, maintenance of the turnovers. Yeah, Chris Middleton has been a beast. And it's not just that he's averaging um, almost 23 a game. It's 55% from the field, 97% from the line. No way. Yeah. Like, this dude is so good at the shooty hoops. 
Mm-hmm. And Chris Middleton, I could not be more proud of you. It's a bright spot in a very bleak world. Yes. Now, you had some other like good later round picks. You have uh, Terry Rozier. I still like don't like him, but he's doing Jay's, well. Rishon Holmes. I like that pick when you made it. Uh, those guys yep. are just doing really well for later round picks. Terry Rozier, my favorite French player in the league. Rozier. Well, no, it's, it? no, you've said it. It's Rozier now. Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Rozier. Um, Terry Rozier. No, I, I will say, um, I, and I, I mentioned this in our group chat a few days ago, my like six to 14 picks have been doing pretty well. They have. But it's your one just to five one to three have been horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. My next player that I... Uh, that's been a huge breakout star. Christian, we haven't gone over hours yet. You guys, we just gone over one uh, for the, each of us. Yeah, that was if we had to pick one from our own team. But Mitchell Robinson is not a fucking breakout player. <laughs> well, maybe he wanted, maybe he was one of your guys because. No, he's, he's not. Let me share okay. my uh, favorite breakout player so far this year. Okay. That has exceeded expectations, I believe, more than anyone else. That's Jeremy Grant. Oh, yeah. beast. Ridiculous. He's putting it's up like crazy. 23 points per game. Like, he's. He's always been a guy that does a little bit of everything. Blocks, steals, some rebounds. A little bit of assists, I think. Solid percentages. But the fact that he's scoring so much, I, I didn't even know he could do that. Well, so, listen, he's I think he's been the best. He, he's the player that has outperformed where he was drafted more than anyone else. I think I, really, I did like yeah. him going in. I'm not going to say, ah, he was my guy that I wanted. But I, he was gonna, I was going to take him if he was there. You know, He's but, the uh, 17th ranked player in our rankings. Yeah. It is insane. He's averaging 24.8 points Damn. per game. Scored 31. Did 31 and 10 in his last two games. And uh, what I I actually feel really good about him continuing, maybe not at this pace, but averaging 20 plus points per game and being a top 30 player is because so far he's playing 37 minutes per game. That's Damn. unheard of these days. Mm-hmm. Like no one plays that much minutes anymore. Yeah. Uh, and Detroit have no depth. None whatsoever nothing especially with Hayes out for the year now pretty much so it is going to be him and Delon Wright as their starting backcourt going forward yeah so big shout out to Nils uh Jeremy Grant could be like a league winner that's how much value he's going to provide for Mm -hmm. where he was taken so Ollie who you got is your uh your your biggest breakout player so far this year okay so in our rankings uh we have number one Jokic, number two, Steph Curry, number three, Bradley Beal. Would you like to know who's number four? Who's, who's number four? Jalen Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Brown. What a beast. See, I need to talk about him because I don't know if you remember in our group chat for like the few weeks leading up to the draft, we were talking about all these little, you know, sleepers and players that we wanted to pick in the draft. But I said that even to my best friends, there is one player who I am unwilling to reveal to you guys because he's going to be because I need him that badly. And that player was Jalen Brown. I, I wasn't able to get him because it just didn't fall my way in the draft. But I will I, I'm going to give myself all the credit in the world for Jalen Brown because I was insanely high on him. It just Where were you targeting him? Because I don't uh, really think there was much of a chance I, you're ever going to get him. I want him at 60, 61. Yeah, that's not like that's like if you love him so much, you would have taken him at 40 41. Rest is listen, when you have when you have either the first pick or the last pick in the draft and there's like, 20 picks in between, you that's gonna happen. 
you know, yeah. you don't need like, a fantasy crystal ball to say that Jalen Brown would have been a good pick at 60, 61. Yeah, I know. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to reach for him, mm-hmm. but at 40, 41, I had John Morant. I would still rather take, I would rather have John Morant uh, if I were to redraft. And then I took Christian Wood. Christian Wood has also been amazing. And I don't regret that pick at all. Um, um, not discounting I that. I, if I were I'm just saying, it's easy to say that he was like your must have guy now. No, but I, I was saying it. There's documentation of it. It's fully documented. So, Right. Okay. okay. Before you two kill each other within 10 minutes of the pod going live, third in steals, he's averaging 24, no, 26 a game. Yeah. 54% from the field. My goodness, what a player. What yeah. a player. He's, at, he's outperforming Tatum, who's actually number five on our, yeah. on our rankings. Mm-hmm. Like just, just insane. And so Jason Tatum has missed a few games. He has, he has. I'm looking at total, so not per right. game. Yeah. So yeah. actually, Jay- Tatum hasn't missed any games yet, but he will now. Oh, okay. Oh, he's okay. All right, Christian, who you got is your next breakout player? So uh, I had Jalen Brown, so I'm not going to talk about him, or we just did. I had Jeremy Grant as well. Ooh, next one I want to talk about is. Guy from my team, a lot. I think a lot of people don't know how good he's actually playing so far. Mm-hmm. Okay, it has Chris Boucher. Boucher, <laughs> Boucher, Boucher. What's he doing? Boucher, Boucher is actually murdering it so far. So uh, let me pull up his numbers here. Real how quick. many minutes are he, is he getting? He's playing twenty minutes per game or nineteen point nine. Oh, that's uh, not a good sign. I know that's not a good sign, but wait till the numbers that he's putting up. You know, his minutes have been increasing over the last week, and I fully expect it to increase more up to probably about 26 to 28 in the second half of the year. I could see he's getting a real role with the Raptors right now. So, so far in the year, he's averaging 13.5 points per game, six rebounds, and 2.1 blocks. Uh, and I think once he gets, you know, 26 to 28 minutes a game, he can be averaging 16 points. Two blocks, uh, one and a half threes per game, with some solid percentages. You know, the question is, is the question is minutes. Top, top fifty to sixty player. Yeah. Have have blocks been low this year? They have. I feel, I feel like game. blocks have been really low, They've and been low Christians monopolized them. Miles Turner. <laughs> Miles Turner has more blocks than like the next five guys combined. Okay, this is uh, so I have it up here. Turner has 37 through 10 games. The next highest is Gobert with 24. Oh my god, <laughs> like this is nuts! Yeah, so uh, if you guys need any blocks, I am willing to <laughs> you're willing to share the love. I'm willing so, to share the love because I'm block, so blocks. Blocks is actually my best category. I'm at a sky high fifth in the league in blocks. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 I'm just gonna reveal it now just because if you guys want to giggle. Okay, so I am 10th in overall stats in points, rebounds, assists, threes, and field goals made. I'm 10th in all of them. In points, assists, rebounds. Like you would think that, oh, he must have had... There must be some category that is... No, 10th in all. No, that's what, once we dive into it, you'll see how how disgusting my team is Rasmus, Rasmus, the fact that you're three and 14 is a blessing you're we're lucky to have gotten three categories if i if every stat that i had this week 
uh, counted as double, I'd still lose like 7-1 or 8-1. Oh <laughs> no, he's doubled me up in points. No, no, no. The ninth double. most points this week has like 200 more points than me. I mean, you were supposed to be uh, really good in points. Yeah, I don't – whatever was supposed to happen is gone. Doesn't – it's – Okay, Russ, I need you to break down your own team because I don't understand how this is possible. I didn't realize yes. it was this bad. Okay, yeah. so now oh, – wait, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Now, now we've, we've said this. My team is actually like middle of the pack. Yeah, and your I'm team bottom is fine. of the league. I think your team is fine. You're, you're, you'll be fine. I'm I, completely and utterly fucked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, don't I'm be also, too honest with us. <laughs> I'm also not too worried about Ollie's team. I just think you need to make a few trades here and there. And we'll talk about that later. But, as okay. as do I. As do I. Um, I just my, think you need a little bit of Kelly Oubre to, to spice it up. That's what I think. I tell you what, Kelly Oubre has been the Norman Powell of Kelly Oubre's. Oh, it's weird. I own both of them. What, Sick. what does that say <laughs> when you pick up Norman Powell? <laughs> when, when I saw that you'd picked up Norman Powell, who may actually be the worst player in fantasy right now. And he's on my team. Uh, yeah, I I thought, well, good good luck to him. Uh, <laughs> so my, my, my second uh, breakout star is the president, Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Currently ranked yeah. 11th in our rankings. Just doing Great. everything well. Twenty-two, mm-hmm. with what is what is this? Seven assists, great mm-hmm. percentages. Well done, Thomas, on that one pick. I was extremely upset when he snagged him right before me. Pick before, what? yeah, like one and a half steals a game. I mean, you, you, he's just doing everything well. Mm-hmm. He's also playing thirty-seven minutes per game. You know, you want the players that play a fuck ton of minutes. That's know? one thing that has been destroying my team is players just playing less than expected. Mm. Mm. well we need to talk about that a little bit later i have one comment really quick i just want to backtrack and we were talking about norman powell before the other night i had a you know almost everyone on my team was playing there wasn't room to start everyone had to sit one of course naturally i sat norman powell and then he has the second best game of everyone on my bench all the starters so that's just storming norman that's what he does so yes i will be complaining a lot i will be complaining throughout the entire podcast just that's okay that's okay. okay. That's why we're here. Like, if you don't have an avenue to complain, then you'd be writing angry MySpace posts to Norman Powell. Exactly. So this is this is better, this is, I think. And tonight, therapy. do I start Kyrie Irving or do I sit him on my bench considering I have a full lineup? Okay, okay. Let's talk, let's talk about that real quick. Let's talk about Kyrie Irving really quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is he okay? I don't know if people are exactly aware of what he's doing. Let's really catch up to speed. So he... He, this was the quote, direct quote. He said, I just don't feel like playing. He said that after he didn't show up to the team, to the game, and didn't tell anyone where he was. And then his explanation was, I just didn't feel like playing. And then it was because of, you know, the, some, the political bullshit that's happened. So he missed one game without telling his coach. Uh, while getting paid $40 million a year, tells his boss, or doesn't tell his boss, doesn't tell his team, is supposed to be a leader. He's supposed to be the leader of the team and just bails on everyone. I, it just shows how little he actually cares about his team. No, uh, no he's that's gonna, so... In, like, everything they said about him on the Celtics, I was like, no, 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 it's uh, blown out of proportion. This, yep. I don't need anything else to happen. Yep. Like, this says everything about him yep. as, a, as a leader or... Yeah, or lack of lack of. So he missed his second game and Nets play again today. He's probably going to miss his third 
game in a row. Like you or- show up to play, you get paid all this money. He's like, nah, nah, I'm better than that. I, I think yourself, what, Kyrie I think what Ka- as an Kyrie Irving, and as an owner of him, who hasn't I played the last what, two games. And we don't know if he's going to play yet tonight. It depends if he's in the mood. We'll find yeah. out like five minutes before tip off. It depends if he's in the mood. I think what Kyrie Irving is doing right now is embarrassing, pathetic, despicable, disgraceful, and every other adjective under the sun. I could not agree more. I've never been more in agreement. I, I'm, I'm fucking embarrassed by it. Uh, Ollie, yes, you're raising your hand. I've got breaking news on the pod. What? Okay, what? Uh, it's, it's not good news, I'm afraid. Uh, Thomas Bryant has a torn ACL. Who does? Thomas Bryant. No way. Oh, fuck. I hate, I hate injuries. Oh, I own, he was having a really good season. He I was having Thomas a really Bryant. good season. I own Thomas Bryant, and he was playing amazing this year and uh hey more minutes for davis bertans who's been ass but i own him so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anything anything good Raz was a classic on <laughs> yeah. today yeah. but yeah torn uh, acl i i went i just went to check if Kyrie was gonna play did that happen but... in practice no i think it happened in the game last night mm, i didn't know okay i'm actually gonna do a pickup real quick here because i if i put him on ir that's a waste of time because he's mm. not coming back so that's really unfortunate but yeah. you know that that's I just f- life that's just life i felt like i should tell you because it does affect the trade offers i'm gonna make yeah okay yes uh, i appreciate that but la- last thing on Kyrie irving okay i'm gonna say it i want everyone to know how big Nets fans mean rassus are I ta- want, Nets tattoos like yeah on. yeah i want Kyrie irving off the team and traded for another star no, this at first I thought you were overreacting, but no. now as it sunk in, like that's so fucked up what he's done. No, I think we stand a zero percent chance of winning anything if he's one of the fucking leaders, mm-hmm. dude. It's literally, it's literally like abandoning your family. Like you have but, all the like, rookies showing up, you have all the new guys showing up, and then Kyrie Irving's like, nah, fuck, nah, my team doesn't. It's not that important to me. It's What's not more that important, important to me is, is people knowing my political opinion. Yeah, I mean, but even if it is right, the least you can do is make a statement to your teammates to say, That's... here's what I'm doing. I'm going to sit out this game. But to just completely go blank on Most people, like you're a grown man. Come on, you're not 14. That's is the like... least you could have done. The absolute least. I, I hope he gets done. a $10 million fine. Yeah, uh, I'm fucking embarrassed by it. Okay, so mm-hmm. I just wanted to cover that. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, who's next on their breakout players? I th- oh, I think I'm next. All right. You guys are gonna love this. No one could have predicted this. If anyone said this was gonna happen, then uh, you're lying or genius. But Julius Randall, twenty three, twelve, and seven assists. We, we He's like Nikola Jokic light. We slated. We slated this pick. <laughs> You did, Ollie. You did specifically. Yeah. I said I wasn't a fan of it, but you oh. went hard, and then I, I kind of tried to pull you back and be like, Ollie, it's not, it's not that bad. But Listen, um, I was wow. targeting Julius Randle if he fell to me, but he wasn't a top target. But how is this po- 22.6, 12 rebounds, 7.3 assists? The human Beyblade. That, that is truly, power. that's truly Nikola, Nikola Jokic's light numbers without yeah. like, the, the steals and blocks and threes and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm amazed. He's been he's been phenomenal, and he's done yeah. it on like good percentages as well. Insane. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, who who guys your next breakout guy? I I have Keldon Johnson. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I don't even. He's not even on my radar. I have no idea what he's done. Yeah, I mean, he he went undrafted, uh-huh. and he has played better than many players who went in like the third or fourth round. He's put, he's been better than Zion this year. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it now. I mean, tell me about it. Talk about him. I don't know. I don't know who he is. Inform me what he does and who he is. He is a, he's a wing for the Spurs. He gets minutes. He puts up numbers. He gets minutes because on the Spurs, no one gets minutes. <laughs> Except you, no. This That's is the thing. Need. Like he's, he's sort of like, in terms of stats, he's sort of like a uh, kind of like a lighter version of Brogdon. Doesn't do anything amazing, but does everything well. Mm-hmm. And Whoa. to get someone like that on waivers, you, I mean, you can't complain about that. No way. Yeah. He'd be like my third best player. So he would yeah, be, well he would be your third best player. <laughs> yeah. Why I'm am I laughing? Stop. I'm, I'm not going to stop shitting on myself. I'm so. lost. Why am I laughing? Come on. Yeah. But yeah, I, Keldon Johnson been good. Yeah, I, I'm pretty proud to have picked him up. Listen, uh, I picked him up, I think, after one game. After one oh. game, game, he played well. He got a lot of minutes. There was some hype around him. I'm like, I don't know who this dude is. I've literally never heard his name before, even though I think he was a first-round pick last year. Um, but I just picked him up. And he's worked out really well. So he's, yes. Very Would happy. you like me to list who he's been better than? Oh, please. Yes, that sounds fun. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> don't, just name off, don't, don't just wait, name off your roster. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Ollie, how are you basing that? Like, how do you make, how are you saying he's being better? I have rankings based on our league criteria. Yeah. Well, the player Raider, well, Donovan Mitchell has scored higher than the player Raider than Kelton Johnson. He's in the sevens. Kelton Johnson's in the fives. What is, uh, but. But is this is the player rater based off our league rankings? Yes, it is. It yeah. adjusts to, to our scoring categories. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know what to say. We're looking at different rankings. Like, uh, okay, so where's where where is young Keldon? Keldon Johnson is still ahead of Donovan Mitchell in our player rater. Tell me the numbers. I I didn't know. I'm not so sure. I go to the player rater and then I look at the top list. So Kellen Johnson is at 63 overall on the year in value with a 6.8 PR. And yeah. Donovan Mitchell is at 72 with a 6.8. Why, why do ours, I mean, for me, it says, uh, it says Kellen Johnson is at 5.8. For you, it's a 6.8. Uh, may, are you maybe? I have, in, si- I have 6.8. You guys just going on ESPN and looking at the, the. No, no, no. This is our league player rater. Yeah, where, where are you seeing this number? So you go to uh, players, player rater, and then that's our league. Yeah. Players, player rater. Well, I just want to, yeah, okay. Oh, so you were, Raz, you were looking at standard, at standard leagues. Without Is that the it? Field goals made in that shit. Huh. Interesting. Uh, ah, well, I see. You're welcome for that. So yeah, Ke- Keldon Johnson has been better than Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell, D'Angelo Russell, Zion Williamson. On a depot, SGA, SGA, um, Russell Westbrook, who is in what is in my awful list, but that's for later on. <laughs> but yeah, Kelvin Johnson's been good. <laughs> yes. Who's your next breakout player? Ah, 
So I actually compiled a list of like 10 players, but I only want to talk about my top five. There's one left on my list because you guys are talking about the ones that I want to talk about. The last one, listen, this is a dude that I was talking shit on. We were, we were making fun of the guy who. All right. And we are back after a quick technical malfunction. So I was leaving off on the player that I'll be honest. I said some really horrible things about before the season, really, um, you know, and I, and I said, I'm willing to eat all my words. I might be a complete dumb idiot with this. And so far it looks like I am. And I'm actually really happy to see this guy absolutely crushing it. And I hope you guys know who I'm talking about. It's LaMelo Ball, baby. Ooh, yes. I love seeing it. He, he was the youngest player in human history, human (laughs) history, even since our ancestors, since the existence of the Homo sapien, to record a triple-double in the National Basketball Association. The youngest player ever. Younger than Luka Doncic. Younger than LeBron James. So I'm really proud of him. I have officially, I, I've gone from one end of the spectrum to like, I just think he's going to be a huge bust. Now I fucking love LaMelo Ball. Um, you know, I just didn't. I just saw him playing out the same way Lonzo Ball did. Just yeah. like tons of hype, and he's not actually that good. But l- listen, he's already better than Lonzo Ball. Whoever has Lamelo exactly. Ball, I will trade you Lonzo Ball for Lamelo right now. <laughs> for live okay. trade offer, Lonzo for Lamelo. Yes. Should uh, we call like, Aaron yeah, into like, the call? <laughs> you could say, yeah, it's just one game. He had a triple double, but it shows you exactly how big his potential is. Is yes. potential is insanely high. Listen, now, the, yeah. he's going to put it together, pr- probably unlikely to, to like, he's going to really be one of the top players in the league, but like, he's damn good. He's got s- skills AF. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, 45th overall. So it's not really just well, a one game thing. Exactly. 45th overall averaging 12.8 points, 43 from rebounds, the field, six rebounds, six assists. Um, and you know, like if you look at the top 10, historical lists in different categories you don't just have a bum who sits at number one as such an epic record you know it's not like he's gonna uh, just turn to nothing like he's 19 years old yeah. i just think it's fucking awesome that he's actually playing really well but i'm shocked by it to be completely honest with you you know and he's still not starting am i correct yeah he's still coming off the bench do you think he yeah. will soon I-, I feel like they'll keep him on the bench yeah, I mean it's working, so they'll probably continue. He'll probably move into the starting lineup later this year. Yeah, and yeah. like Terry Rozier, he's still playing well, so they're not going to throw him out. He's playing tight. I feel like statistically better than Lamelo Ball. Oh, Devonte Graham is Devonte Graham is the odd man out here. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's oh, he's like a starter. Half. He's averaging like ten points per game. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, the big the big breakout of last year, Devonte looks like maybe a yeah. one season wonder. Mm-hmm. It does. It, it does. Can I give my last? I got two more breakout guys. We don't want to spend much time on it, but I just want to mention them. Last comment on LaMelo Ball. The only thing I'm worried about is that ugly-ass jump shot. Like, that shit needs to be fixed. I don't know what that A midget could jump, could, could block that jumper. He shoots from his hip. Yeah. yeah. So, he, he needs to work he on that. He shoots like Sean Marion, to be honest. It's really close. Hey, to the disrespect to Sean Marion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, you know what I'm annoyed with? Live with LaMelo Ball. What? The fact that he's good, and so the nickname LMAO Ball is going to die. 
Ah, that's a good one. Like, that's a great nickname, and I'm I'm pretty annoyed it's not going to be in much use. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Our right, last two breakout guys I got will just I'll just quickly mention them. Yeah. Stephen Curry, I think, is number one on the player radar or number two. Now number two. Yesterday he was number one. So like it's very it's very like me to trade him before the season starts. So that was awesome. And then the other guy I have here is uh, is Gordon Hayward. He's just been great. I know Gordon Hayward. Hayward is, is the last guy on my list, and yeah, he's, he's, he's been, like he's been in really Utah Jazz form, one hundred percent. He is. So I'm really happy to see that. Yeah. Really happy to see that. Good for yeah, good for him, man. He had a few tough years in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah the um, injuries and all. All right, I got I got one more player on my list, real quick. Oh, we already talked about him. Miles Turner averaging over four blocks a game. That puts him almost in the top ten in the league. How Number do you average over. four blocks a game. How yeah. do you do that by having two eight block games? Is how you do it. Yeah. But, you know, I can see him averaging uh, 3.0 over the yeah. span of the year, yeah. maybe 2.8. Either way, that gives you, you know, you you can do nothing else and just do that yeah. for block, and you're worth owning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, especially with the distribution of blocks as low as it has been. Yeah. Would you like to know how many blocks Anthony Davis has so far this season? <laughs> yeah, please. I would love to hear it. Four. <laughs> no. No. Oh, according to actually, according to this, it's eleven. Uh, I do not remember him having eleven blocks. I, I, I mean, Where did listen, you get four from? Because it was four him. until like a couple of games ago. Listen, I'm I'm looking at his last three games. His blocks are three, three, three. Okay, so <laughs> he had two blocks in six games. Okay. <laughs> the Anthony Davis, I, 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 I just not a fan. Listen, let, look, we, maybe, look. We, maybe we can segment into the biggest bust of the year. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, how long me... do we have for my team? <laughs> stop, stop. Like, no, that's no, my no, no, role listen, to say I, that. Right, Russ, I understand you guys are fighting for, like, who's having the worst year. But when it, when it comes to the biggest bust of the year, like, I have an Ollie El Gore special when it comes to... Yeah, that is bust, true. That is all true. all an team. I, 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 I could have legitimately done four players from my own team um i like i will offer as tribute the triumvirate of deandre ayton yusuf nurkic and donovan mitchell Ooh, (laughs) those are three out of my four on my five list and then anthony davis is the fourth and then there's one player that isn't on your team i mean this is the thing like like i said my six to 14 players from who i drafted have been pretty good yeah, and then they have Aiton has been horrific. Yeah, uh, that, Mitchell, that's been the most odd one to me. Yeah, Aiton just hasn't been doing anything. Like he's Mitchell's been, rebound the ball, but no scoring. I mean, he's seven foot. That's the least I can expect. Come on. <laughs> like, if I I'll just wanted someone to rebound, I'd draw, draw a bloody Boban. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Aiton's been awful. Uh, Nurkic has a just hasn't really played and has been awful while he has played. Mm-hmm. Um. I like yesterday, our Lord and Savior, Savior Damian Dotson had more points than Nurkic and Aiton combined. <laughs> no, I love these stats he put together. But I'll say, I'm I'm not concerned about Anthony Davis. Slow start, it happens. I'm I a am. little bit concerned about DeAndre Ayton. I'm not very concerned about Donovan Mitchell. I'm very concerned about Yusuf Nurkic because it's been so bad, and he's been getting solid minutes. It's been less than what you want. But the production just has been awful. Like Enos Cantor has been better than him. I don't need this Cantor. It's a positive for me. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But like, um, 
Yeah, you're right. I agree with everything. It's the, it's just the lack of touches for Aiton. Yeah. So, but you, you, the, the fact that uh, Chris Paul is point guard, you would think he's trying to feed him as much yeah. as he can. It has been happening. So the two players that we're talking about, or the two players that I'm worried about from Ollie's team would be Nurkic and Aiton. I'm genuinely worried about the both of them. like Because mm-hmm. Aiton's shot so far has gone from 14 per game down to less than 10. Like yeah. those are the kind of numbers that, you know, that's not just like unluck. That's just like the way they're playing this year. He's just apparently supposed to take less shots like what are you doing like what are you doing deandre come on does chris Paul hate the bahamas what is going on there i'm shocked about uh, is deandre in from the bahamas yes he is that's so dope that's cool it's strange Uh, how deandre and devin booker and chris paul are underperforming by a lot and scoring way less points than they were expected all three of them it is really weird i mean the the songs are pretty good are they playing well? Yeah. We got Cameron Johnson putting up numbers. Cam, Cam Johnson is beasting. Yo, the new star. Yo, the Suns. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Suns are number one in the Western Conference right now. Yeah. They're whoa, number whoa, whoa, one whoa, whoa, in the Western whoa, 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 Conference. What? But apparently everyone's underperforming. That's crazy. Someone explain how that shit's breaking the basketball universe. That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, Chris Paul's averaging 13 points per game. Yeah, I own him sick. Uh, DeAndre, <laughs> DeAndre Ayn, like 12. And um and Devin Booker's in the low twenties. How's that yeah, happen? 20, yeah, Devin Booker's averaging twenty one. He should be averaging closer to thirty one than twenty one. Where's the fucking points coming from? What is this bad stats? Good team. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not. Fun. I despise <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. So we're onto the biggest busts so far, yeah. right? We're in that, yeah. into that segment. Okay, I have a really funny question to. to uh, you guys might know the answer because you've probably been doing some research on the biggest bus. This is this is just this is very funny. Okay, so um, Draymond Green. All right, he's playing twenty five point eight minutes per game. How many points per game is he averaging? Uh, eight point five point two. Eight point one. <laughs> two point eight. <laughs> what? In twenty five? In twenty six minutes a night? He's averaging two point eight points per game every time he scores four he's got to do a zero or a one to bring that average down how many wait how many shots does he take i don't care how many is it more or less than three it's probably more and he's just missing his field goal percentage on the year is 26.7 how do you shoot 26 it's like my level <laughs> oh my god oh I'm looking at it wow, it's, it's real it's yeah, real i'll probably shoot 30 percent oh, oh my god it's real I'm glad that that worked we, out that you guys didn't know the answer. <laughs> we did unilaterally slate the dragon. Yeah, we all agreed that that was shite. Yeah. I owned him last year and it was a fucking horrible experience. So 2.8. Yeah, How do you do is... that? Like, I would literally score 2.8 points per game in the NBA. In the NBA, literally. Yeah. I think the the prize for winning this year should be getting a contract to play in the NBA next year to see if we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> I would love so Adam Silver. I know you're listening. Just just make it happen, man. <laughs> Adam Silver, I I already know that you're listening. So listen up. <laughs> the fucking yeah. fantasy basketball pod sponsored by the NBA. That'd be sick. <laughs> okay, so now now Rasmus has slated my team. I get to have a go at one of his, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do this because I said it mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Hassan, yes, Alan Whiteside. <laughs> 
with your what is it? What is he? How many minutes a game is he playing? Ten? Zero. Yes. He, he's he hasn't played in like three or four straight games. Oh, and we want to yes. say you were one hundred percent right in every single way there. Like, and the thing is, Holmes was out last night injured, and I was like, oh, I wonder if Whiteside's going to play. No, Bagley started at the five. <laughs> no, uh, yes, I mean clearly you were completely right. I still don't understand it though. Because his <laughs> per minute production is still pretty good. This guy, I still don't get it. Like, he does, doesn't it. understand. But I dropped. Like, yes, clearly you were right. And um, I don't know. I just all I needed to hear was averaging double double and two blocks six seasons in a row. Fuck all the other shit. I don't care. Just <laughs> numbers talk. That's all I needed to know. But apparently that didn't mean anything. I don't know if you're going to be getting an analytics job at the King's front office anytime soon. <laughs> Although it is the King, so you might do. <laughs> double, double, two blocks, 16 in a row. I don't care. Sign him. <laughs> We're going to be saying the same thing about Marvin Bagley in 2024. Right, Rest, I feel like you would have legitimately, if you were a front office manager of a team, given him like four years, 80 million to play for your team. I feel like you would have done that. Uh. I would have I would have waited to like clearly the market's not hot on him I can get a lower deal but if people were like um, bluffing and pretending like they were gonna offer I would have totally done that yeah <laughs> yeah while while we're on the subject of shitting on Rasmus's takes can we just have the quick update on you're shitting Shay on my team averaging... and me as a person Sick. no just great. the takes just the takes you're a great person yeah, that's me though yeah okay we're go- doing the uh bi-weekly update on Shea averaging 27, 13, 11, six blocks. <laughs> Shea is currently averaging, uh, what, are, what, are we, what are we saying here? Uh, just under 20 points a game. 19.8. Yeah. Just, so. uh, what is this? Seven assists. So, look, when- <laughs> I think here's what's happening. Is Ollie is looking at it like, oh shit, they're actually not that bad. <laughs> I mean, he's 62 and you and he was taken right. at 25. Yeah, oh, I understand that. Look, slow start and everything. But um, first of all, I'm not happy with his performance, but it's he's has not been a bust. He hasn't been a bust. It's slow start. Below average. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He so, hasn't performed to the level that we expected, but I'm not concerned about him really. I wouldn't be concerned either. When you look at his numbers, it's like, oh, they're actually not that bad. 20 points, five rebounds, seven assists, one steal. You know, not that bad. But every time I look at NBA box scores, I'm always looking at the Thunder. I, like, I want to see what SGA is doing. It seems, like, it seems like he's always putting up a dud when I'm looking at box scores. Yeah, no, I feel the like, exact same way. It was like five, six, seven games in a row where he's putting up like 13, 17, 15 with like, you know, some rebounds and assists. But the averages aren't bad, but yeah, he's 65th overall on, or 62nd overall in the year. He's been, he's been my third ball. best player, says all that but, you need to know. Uh, I think he'll bounce back, but I don't see him being a top 20 player on the year. No, no. He, you know, he he could be, but it the it, it's not quite 36, 18, and 12. You know what I said? I think I said 24, 7, and 6. I will go. I will go back and listen, and we will we will get the Shea line confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know next time. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Um, We've talked about most most of the biggest busts for me, but let me just run through them. It was DeAndre Ayton, who's doing nothing. Is Donovan Mitchell, who's shooting thirty nine percent from the field, but he's the guy I feel the best about here. Uh, I'm really not worried about 
Donovan Mitchell. He's taking a lot of shots. He's still scoring a lot of points. Um, the number's going to come up. I feel good about him. He had a good game uh, last game. But I th- he's not going to take plus. that next jump. Just like every year people ex- think is going to happen, it's not right. going to happen this year either. He's been in the league for a few years, and he's gotten better every year. So, like, whatever okay, rhetoric. I'll chill, I'll chill, I'll chill, I'll chill. Yeah, thank you. Um, but I think he scored 30-plus in two out of the last three games. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, you know, I'm not worried about. Yusuf Nurkic, I am worried about. Uh, next guy, I have Anthony Davis on here. For someone you take number two overall, averaging 22 points per game, get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, mate. The, this, the other thing is, right, everyone was worried about LeBron and his resting. He's actually been AD. Has so, LeBron ever disappointed in ne- anything never. he's ever done? No, he hasn't. No, no he has not. Definitely he's made not. a few a few political tweets that I would say I, I'm not too fond of. But besides <laughs> that, he's perfect in every way, shape, and yeah, form. Yeah. Uh, I, with Anthony he's, Davis. He's 36 I, I, now. 36. Crazy, dude. With Anthony he's Davis. Like four years older than Draymond Green or something like that. It's crazy. Right. Imagine Draymond in four years. Yeesh. Okay, right. go. With Anthony Davis, it's the same shit every year. And it's the same thing this year. He's on the injury report every fucking day for something new. It's crazy. I don't uh, is I don't know. Is how he just talking. a major puss? And then I, I'm not gonna it? take credit for this, but someone called him Anthony Data Davis, <laughs> and like I mean that sums him up perfectly. Because I'm not kidding. That is his status on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I will be making an a trade offer for Anthony Davis live on air here later oh that's good that's yeah. good i'm excited to hear it um yeah i don't disagree with anything you just said like yeah. he has been underwhelming in in every way and you're yeah. right like i i am i'm not too worried about mitchell but davis is just like well when are you gonna get it together mate it seems like they're just not taking the regular season that seriously you know they just came off uh, you know, a championship season, a short off season, it makes sense. And he might I coast see, through the regular season is true. I see it. I, he could average just 22 to 23 points per game just Good because point. of like, oh, my, my, my finger, let me rest. Speaking of fingers and resting, I just want to give a shout out to Cole Anthony Towns coming back from like a broken wrist in two weeks. Listen, I put it in the group chat the other day. Someone said he's going to be out for six weeks. I'd look at the box score. He's playing yesterday. What the uh, hell happened? Good for you, Kat. Like, I, I take away my your soft take for the next few months. He's yeah. still been, like, the most regretful first-round pick. Uh, probably, but because of injury. Yeah, I know. He's only but, played, like, three games, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, uh, okay. So, the last bust I have on my list was Devin Booker, who we just talked about, who's averaging 20. I, mean, I have a few. You guys haven't given me a chance. I know. But then I'll stop talking. Devin Booker, 21. He should be averaging like 28 to 30, which is really weird to me. But Suns are in first place in the West Coast. So, like, maybe this is just their new – maybe they're spreading the ball around more, which is unfortunate for Devin Booker owners. I hate Very it. Yeah. Um, so, those are my busts. All right. So, who I got. Next, we got Kelly Oubre. We know this. I don't even know. It's just a, I have very little faith that he's going to rebound. He just, He just looks like a – Bad player. I don't even understand how he averaged 18.6 points per game last year. I think his season high is like 18, not even at his average from last year. I agree. He averaged 10 points per game. I'm completely, completely low on him. I am very upset. 
if Kelly Oubre is your fourth option, you're doing great in life. But if he's your second option, that's really bad and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm totally fucked there. Next. Um, oh okay, okay. Another one, if you're wondering, oh, how did things go wrong with your team? Jimmy Butler has been, I think, the worst performing player from the first two rounds. Injuries, but also what he's been playing, it's been very, very below average. So, yeah, fuck me. Um, your statement of he's been the worst performing player of the first two rounds is actually incorrect. Second to Carl Anthony Towns. Am I right? No. Who? Russell Westbrook. Ooh. Yeah. Has yeah. been his current... <laughs> Sorry. I'm looking at the stats now. 94, Jimmy Butler. 95, Robert Williams. 96, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. 97, Enos Cantor. What? <laughs> like, what a group? 98, Rasmus Wilkerson's star player, Peyton Pritchard. He's been one of my best players, and I picked him up yesterday. We love Peyton. He seems like a good, good Christian boy. Um, but Russell Westbrook has been horrific. Thirty-seven percent from the field, backed up by sixty-five from the line. Ugh, ugh. This is a bit off-topic, but uh, Ali, I need to ask you: How are you feeling right now? I just want you to provide commentary, or uh, how you're feeling about the Jared Allen for Danilo Gallinari trade that you made? Um. Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, yeah, minus three. Yeah, that's what I'd expect. Uh, I will, yeah. I will admit that that was a horrific overreaction from me. Yeah, and I mean, Gallinari's only played literally one game since the trade, but that's who he is. But yeah, you know, was wasn't my finest moment. <laughs> yeah. so what did you overreact about? I. He only played like 22 minutes in the opening game, and the, <laughs> the Nets were playing a lot of. Fuck, Kate... fuck, fuck, trade him, trade him. No, no, but uh, no, I had I had some reasoning. The Nets were playing small ball with KD at the five, so mm-hmm. I was worried that that was going to be their closing lineup, mm-hmm. and so I overreacted to that. I see the thought process behind it, but Jared Allen's beasting. He's put up 11, 11, and 1.6 blocks. Yes, I hate. I hate you watch him play, and he he's he's just a monster. He does it. I love Jared Allen. He's been a good player as well, like not like Hassan Whiteside stats, but like he's been good. Thanks. Jared Allen is number forty on the year. Mm-hmm. Wait, but wait till you hear where Gallinari is. Oh, two hundred and forty. I not even. He's not in the top two hundred. Okay, yeah. So he's off the list. Yes. Um, let's see, Shvi Shvi Mahaluk. Rasmus's favorite player has been better than Danilo Gallinari. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my right. goodness. He actually Can might li- be the worst player who got drafted. He may be. He may be. Can I list off uh, some more busts? A bunch of like, they were drafted later, but they've been utterly awful. So my first one, I'm very surprised by this one. He's even on Christian's team. Lou Williams. Yeah, he ain't doing shit. Bad. Eight points per game, huh? And I don't know how many minutes, but it can't be a lot. Like scoring is what he does. Eight points per game. He hasn't. I don't know if he's he's ever done that. And last year he was at maybe eighteen. So you know that was very hard to predict. Okay, I'm gonna list off a bunch more. We got. Sorry. Oh, I, I was busy right now finding where Danilo Gallinari is ranked on the player radar, and I think I might have found it. He is ranked 316th overall on the year. There aren't even 316 players in the league. (laughs) There is. 
he, he, he smushed between James Ennis and Alex Len. There you go. Alex Len's still in the league? No he way. This is the Raptors. Oh, and Boban is two slots behind him. Wow. Um, Real quick, not, can, people need to know hour. that for our birthday last year, Ollie sent us a cameo from Boban. And it was one of the best things I've ever seen. It and we just rewatched it. Boban, what a legend you are. He's so likable after watching it. He really He's just is. like super great guy. So I think um, actually after this, Danilo Gallinari owes me a cameo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Can I, I'm going to list off like six to seven busts so far, if that's okay. Let's Go for see. it. Okay, sure. And then like wait for me to finish the list. And then when there's someone you want to comment on, do that afterwards. Okay. Okay. So we got Clint Capella. Been doing very little. Marvin Bagley, just been disappointing. Lonzo Ball, I had him as, as a breakout player, and he's been doing the exact opposite. Killian uh, Hayes. Aaron, Aaron, I will trade you Lonzo for LaMelo. If you're listening. Yes. Uh, Killian Hayes, out for the year, I think, right? But even before then, the he year. was really bad. Kevin Love had lots of injuries, but also was bad in the games he played. Kevin Height. TJ Warren, <laughs> Warren, same thing, injured, but also was bad in the games he played. And then uh, Demarcus Cousins has been one of the worst. A combination of injuries, COVID stuff, bad when he's been playing, and barely any minutes. So, so this is this is funny. <laughs> I was because preparing for our we're gonna make trades to each other segment. I was looking at Rasmus's team, and and I was looking at players, and I saw Demarcus Cousins, and I saw twenty nine point two. I was like, he's getting twenty nine point two minutes a game. Then I realized that was his field goal percentage. <laughs> That's not a real story. You wrote that one down so you could see it here. I I'm not kidding. That was my genuine thought process. Like, how do you average twenty nine percent from the field as a center? Like you're like two foot from the rim, six ten. Like just put it in. <laughs> He's been put up steals and blocks though, but I don't care. He's been really, really like my team as a whole seems like it's averaging less than 10 points per game. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Um, I got like to piss really bad. So I think we're done with the, the bus segment. Let's move on to the analysis of every team and power rankings. No, I can I power make, rankings. What about trade offers? Okay, let's let's do them now, and then, then we'll trade offers, and then we'll do live breakdowns. So I'm gonna take a piss. Is that okay? Sure, yeah, we'll do a nice. As long as you get another beer, I'm on number two, but I can get number three, baby. Number we three. could we could just go for the interlude. This is where we do the segment into the product placement. Okay, um, yeah, we're not sponsored by anything. So, oh, uh, well, no, it's been weird. Like all the emails I sent to Fortune 500 companies haven't been answered. Uh, I think it's a deliverability issue. Must be a deliverability issue. So um, Pfizer, if you're interested, uh, we are the vaccine for good fantasy basketball play. Um, who else? Exxon Mobile? 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 Mobile. Mobile? Bloody hell. Who's this idiot doing the reads? Um, uh, just a couple of other things. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Mark L. Fultz got injured. I really didn't want that to happen. I didn't want it to, I didn't, I never want it to happen. You know, that's no. very unfortunate. I agree completely. But on the bright side, you know, I don't think he's too mad about it because he got paid $50 million. So I think he's like, that's true. I can't play. But 
my bust of an ass still gets paid. Uh, the $64 million man, Luke Kennard, is averaging eight points a game. Overpaid. That might go down as the worst contract out of all the ones that went in this offseason. Listen, we talked about this on the last segment. The, 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 the rookie con- contract extensions that were given, most of them are com- made no sense. It's like, it's like they just had a pile of money sitting there and be like, hmm, what should we use it on? Oh, let's, just, let's just give it out to a few guys. Especially Kennard, because they traded for him, then gave him the extension. I don't get it. But, but um, Anthony Edwards has also been very bad. Uh, so I was, uh, when I was looking on his fantasy value, he was outside the top 100, been really bad. But he's averaging 15 points per game, so he must have really bad percentages, which I haven't looked into. Uh, so we got 41% from the field. Mm. Um, doesn't put up any defensive stats at all. Mm. Yeah, not not great. Um, right. He's been two, worse than two. Eric Pascal. Two rebounds, two assists. Yeah. Um, what's your outlook on Anthony Edwards for his career? I just don't know. I I've seen I've seen him play a little bit, and I don't really understand what it is he's supposed to be good at. He reminds me a little bit of like a shorter Andrew yep. Wiggins. Oh, I was gonna say Anthony Bennett. <laughs> that's, that's way worse. Anthony Bennett. Anthony that's way worse. Bennett. Wow. I'll tell you. Is, I, is Anthony watch. Bennett? The, oh, sorry. I was gonna say Wiggins watch. Um, since I traded for Wiggins, he's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah. So uh, I I am not a terrible trader. I just make terrible trades sometimes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um. So Anthony Bennett update. Rasmus, what, what's he doing these days? working at a kfc if he's lucky he's like we're promoted to manager i don't know <laughs> so what, what's his um what's his per 36 in terms of like chicken served <laughs> hopefully high high 20s maybe one of the best at his at his branch okay if you can tell me the last without googling the last team that anthony bennett paid played for mm-hmm. or paid for maybe he did um i will give you uh, I'll give you a cameo from a G League player of your choice. Oh my God! All right, Russell, there's a lot on the line here. Okay, so I mean, the- I only know of two teams he played for. So this is same. Just- I also only know of Nets and Cavs. He didn't play for the Cat. Anthony Bennett plays for the Cat. He played for the. He was the Nets. drafted by the Cavs. No, no, fuck? Nets. Sorry, sorry, Nets. Asmus, are you serious? Yes. Jesus. Nets. He also played for the T Wolves. So I'm gonna go with T Wolves. I was going to guess Timberwolves as well. So the last NBA team he played Wait, no, for... Russ, we have to go with a different guess. Increase our odds. Yeah. I will go with the Pistons. The last NBA team he played for was the Nets. However, mm-hmm. he had a stint with Fenerbahce in Turkey oh. and was last seen playing for the Agua Caliente Clippers in the G League. <sighs> So are we getting uh, a cameo from a G League player or no? Absolutely no, not. not. Absolutely Abs- not. Absolutely I, I, not. Um, I, I assumed he played for another team after the Nets, but apparently was wrong. I'm trying to find who else was on that Nets team because it was in that year, there were a couple of good ones. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that was Alan Crabb's breakout year. Yeah, breakout year. He never had a breakout year. So is Anthony Bennett the number one bust in NBA history? I think he might be. I, I have I to say yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so as well. Yeah. 
The dude has not done a single significant thing in his existence. And he got drafted. What about? I remember when he got drafted, people were like, what the fuck? He was not supposed to go number one. There's a great clip of Bill Simmons reacting to that pick live. Oh, I have to see this. It's fantastic. What about Hashim's to beat? But he was second pick. So he was second. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy when you're like seven foot two and you ha- your job is something that's not a basketball player. You're just in an awkward spot. That must mm-hmm. suck. Imagine he works uh, like customer support at AT and T. You know, <laughs> he's just a seven foot three black man, and ev- everyone who says, "Ah, oh, man, you should play basketball," it's like I know I didn't work out. Okay. Yeah, I read this statistic. Uh, it was if you're seven foot tall and born in America, you have a seventeen percent chance of having played in the NBA. Is that real? Are you being dead serious? Or are you dead serious. About? Dead serious. No way. I mean, how many people are seven foot tall? <laughs> Not, Not many. many. That's that's a legendary stat right there. Mm. I I'm trying to think if I've actually ever met someone who's seven foot tall. I don't think I have. I've met like six nine, but seven feet. I don't think I have either. Right. You, you see a seven footer in person, and it's it looks like they're ten feet tall. Like <laughs> if you're seven foot and you're listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> We'd love to have you on to discuss what it's like. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I'm willing to chip in a hundred dollars to play pay for. Oh no. I don't, we don't need to fly you anywhere. And a hundred bucks to come on the show. Also, if, if you're five, five and under same thing, I just want to hear what it's like. Rasmus, all all, all because I made some, some fairly accurate comments about your team. Rasmus did not uh, just like that was a really mean joke, but Ollie knows that I'm. I, mean, I don't even know who you're talking about because Ollie is five five and a half. Exactly. <laughs> I'm five. I'm five seven. NBA stats. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to the NBA and thank you for Shaq for officially being seven foot. <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. It's time to move on. I would so, like to. I, I'd like to lead off this segment as I, I'm going to take credit. It was my idea mm-hmm. because we were talking about trades yesterday. And I thought, Christian, I'm going to make you a trade off alive on the pod. Okay. And we've we've now evolved that into we're all going to make each other trade offers live. Yeah. And so it's completely legitimate. These are legitimate trade offers. They're not piss take ones. If something gets accepted, I will process it as league manager right here. Perfect. So oh, this is this is sick. This is really you sick. mentioned that you're interested in Anthony Davis. Yes. That's a big ask. Yeah. I took him third overall. Mm-hmm. But I'd be willing to give him up. Okay. I'm a little bit nervous where this is going. In exchange for Christian Wood and Bradley Beal. It's actually funny you bring this up. It's actually funny you make this exact offer. Because I had a similar offer in mind. My offer was going to be Paul George and Christian Wood. Paul George is number five or six on the player Raider on the year. Uh, looks amazing so far. All you take and, him run, run right now. Uh, and Christian Wood also looks fantastic as, um, as Robin to James Harden's Batman, if you will. So that would be my counter offer. Can I come back to you at the end of this segment? Yes. Don't take too long. I will promise I will get back to you at the end of this segment. I need to look at your team. Okay. This was actually the exact offer I had written on my notes. 
Good. So, I mean, I I like that I started with one that was a not unreasonable offer. Yeah, definitely not unreasonable in the slightest. We had we had an incident in our group chat last year where Christian publicly called someone out because their trade offer was so bad. I do all Deservedly, the time. That's 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 yeah. one of the worst things you can do is just the yeah. embarrassingly insulting trade offers. Yes. Yeah. So to the person who offered me Larry Markinen for Nurkic. You are publicly shamed now because you, you knew Markinen was out when you made that offer. You, you knew think, it. Oh, Markinen's been having asshole. a good year if they're willing to make an offer like that. No, 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 no. They've been, he's been injured most of the year. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I also did that last season when Aiton got suspended. <laughs> I, I can't remember who had Aiton in our league. I quickly sent them an offer, which was like, in theory, an overpay for Aiton but not knowing that he'd just been suspended for 25 games. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Those little me. weasels that try and like trick people. And then, no, no, but you accepted. You accepted. No, process it. You accepted it. It's just not fair yeah, if you exactly. know. There are some, I hate those people. Mm-hmm. I, or, to like, be fair, I think it's. ACL, someone will tear an ACL and then they'll send out 10 trade offers. Yeah. And they won't even, and they'll be like slightly below what it would be if they were healthy. They won't even like right. try and. I know. Go way under that. I know. You, but on the flip side, you should know what's going on with your own players. Well, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Well, so uh, I actually do believe that if you accept it, it actually should be processed. That's my take. I do, because, I do agree with that as well. Yeah, if you, that as well. you have accepted it then. That's on you. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, you know, if you buy a house, you look around the house, and then you move in, and two days later, you're like, oh, actually, that wall's falling right. down. That's annoying. Right. Well, sorry, mate. You should have looked at that before you said yes. Hundred percent. When um when you get a trade offer, you should Google their name and see what's going on before you. Shout out to Fantasy Labs MBA for being pretty much the only website I rely on for anything right now. I I don't understand how they have such live updates. It's pretty impressive. They are the locker room. They've <laughs> bugged every single one. Okay, so so on that on that note, uh, who wants to go next with the trade offers? Can I? I don't have a trade offer for someone right now. Then but you can can't I, go. Then you cannot go. Well, can I share a trade offer that I was made by someone else in the league and just discuss it? Mm, that's not what this segment is. But okay, okay fine. Yeah, you let me. No, right. I don't really want to know. We're making each other offers. So you let me know if I can do it or not. I'd rather you just made an offer. Okay, so I have made the. Kyrie Irving like decision to protest this segment and I will not be offering anyone any trade offers because that would mean that I'd have to sell low on my players because everyone is underperforming and I will not sell low. So I, I tried. I mean, I, I wanted to, I looked at it, but it's like, I mean, any trade offer I made, it may, it doesn't make sense or it's me under, under, uh, you know, trading low. I don't do that. I don't trade low. Mm. I just didn't, I didn't, want to make an offer that I didn't believe in. And then it would be something really stupid. I didn't want to. So I, I'm protesting. Restless, restless. You, you doing this protest uh, brings even more light to me about how shitty and slimy of a thing Kyrie Irving is doing right now. Because mm-hmm. now that I have like super personal investment in your behavior, it's I, I really don't like what you're doing right here. And I'm, I'm, you're just mimicking Kyrie's behavior. Uh, this is uh, this is completely unacceptable. 
but I'm just, I'm just not going to make a trade offer to someone that includes Jimmy Butler and Kelly Oubre and DeMarcus Cousins. I, I, I can't do something. that. What the heck am I supposed to offer for that? Russ, you, you clearly don't care about the listeners of the pod right now. I, you care more about your own opinions than the listeners. And this is basically a direct correlation of Kyrie Irving. He's a selfish piece of shit. Yes, Kyrie, we don't like you. I had a nice trade offer for you, but... No, nope, don't make it. Well, let me figure something out then if it's, this is so upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, would you like to hear my trade offer? I'd be very excited to hear that. My trade offer for you mm-hmm. was Chris Middleton for Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Ooh. And DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> like, are, are you dead serious in that offer? That is an offer I'm willing to put out into the universe. Oof. Oof that's <laughs> a little disrespectful if you ask me. Yeah, it, that, that is disrespectful. Like, two I mean, guys that were drafted before Chris Middleton. I understand the whole drafted before is fine, but I mean, shake is Alexander. He's not, you know, doing great, but he's doing solid. And I, I expect him to pick it up. Jimmy Butler's missed a lot of games and Chris Middleton is way overperforming. Like that's the kind of trade that a fucking noob would make. I'm trading you the sixth ranked player. Do you think I'm a fucking noob? I'm trying to, I'm, I'm just, I'm just I, saying the facts. I'm trading you the, the sixth ranked player. Doctor, yeah. For the 62nd and the 94th. Yeah, if this kept up, sign me up. But what has happened, I don't believe, is what's going to continue to happen over and over and over. I don't think I don't think it's an insulting offer, to be honest. I am insulted. Christian, can you be the mediator here and tell us what you think? So I'll say on a logic basis. I, here's what I thought. I thought you were going to say like Michael Porter Jr. And I would have said no to that, just so you know. Uh, on a logic basis, uh, this is a this is an offer with substance logically. Based Look, off of- logically, is Jimmy Butler gonna be trashed the whole year? See, uh, okay, well, let me continue. Let me continue. Uh, however, I'm gonna side with Rasmus here and say that Thank it you. is in fact an insulting offer. Thank you. Because, and let I... me explain why. Let me let me explain why. Yeah, Chris Middleton is overperforming. He won't finish top ten on the year. He could finish in the teens in the factual. later teens, like factual, but will not finish top ten. Jimmy Butler is underperforming. He's not going to average fifteen points all year. No, no, he's underperforming, and he's like played three games. Right. Okay. There you go. And SGA is he's also played six games. Okay. And Whatever. SGA is also underperforming, um, but not in like a not in a worrisome way. So I would. Yeah, I Okay, okay. I I I accept I accept your uh feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's we're, so we're not doing it. Hypothetically, if we did if Middleton finishes 15th and Butler and Shea finish in the 40s, did we who who wins? Uh That's a okay, good so- question. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna. Then look we're at about even. Numbers. Then it's hard to say one or the it, other. Uh, so can I explain here really quickly? So let's just use the current PR numbers for how it's gonna be at the end of the year. So like a PR is a really good way of putting a number to someone's value. So if Chris Middleton finishes 15th overall, he'll have a PR on the year of about 13 to 14. 
which is really good. Really good. And then if you're in the between 40 and 50, according to your the current numbers, which it will be in line with what it will be at the end of the year, you will get a PR of between seven and a half and nine. So okay. what, what I would look at is let's, let's say eight and eight. So that's going to be 16 is going to be put together. So 16 points of value from two players. And then Middleton would do, what did we say? 13, 13. And then you also have a bench spot. So that means you would have to pick up a free agent who would perform three points worth of PR points. Then it's an even trade at the end of the year. Uh, but if you can pick some, pick up someone who outperforms that, then you would win by getting Chris Middleton. So in the end, it actually depends on how well can you use that extra roster spot. Are you three points it? is is about a hundred twentieth overall. Yeah, well, there's definitely a plenty of players who will provide at least three points of value. Yeah, for the, sure. But will you make the right pickup? So in the end, it depends on how you use the roster spot. Yeah. Uh, but I'll say this, I'll say this. I do not believe that uh, Jimmy Butler and SGA will finish between 40 and 50. I think they're both going to finish under 40. Yeah. And I think Middleton will finish closer to 20 than 15. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I graciously decline your offer, but thank you for making it. I, I thank you for, for not shutting the phone off. We always, we always have these discussions like gentlemen. And I respect you even more than I used to after this discussion. Thank you, Ollie. I'm going to delete the tweets I just wrote about you. <laughs> Turns out that he's a pretty wholesome guy. Let me delete these tweets. Fantasy God 69 is, is deleting the tweets. Okay. Uh, can I bring up my offer? I think it's going to be a three-hour episode. Because we still okay. have the power rankings to do. It's going to be a six-hour okay. episode. Okay, go. Okay. So... Um, I had an offer for you, but I, uh, I kind of regret a few things I've said on the podcast so far because I've shit-talked the player that <laughs> I would be offering you. Okay. okay. But let me explain. Let me explain. Please. So that player is Lonzo Ball. So let me explain. Let me explain. Mm-hmm. I know coming into the year, you were... Lonzo Ball would be one of my best players. So I'm, you, you, were I'm super high, you were super high on Lonzo Ball coming yeah. into the year. I, I was, I was. And, I, and look at me I, and my shitty fastball expertise. Right. Go. Um, and I've also, uh, I've exaggerated how bad Lonzo Ball has been on the year. Like he's not been absolutely atrocious. He's getting 33 minutes a game. For me, that's extremely encouraging. Uh, so, uh, but what I'm disappointed by him is really his rebound and assist numbers on the Career year. Down, lows. Right. 4.3 rebounds, 4.4 assists. You know, that's what I'm really disappointed by. I wanted to see more like seven and seven. Or eight and eight. I mm-hmm. swear I was expecting that. Me too. Uh, so I, I do think he's going to, I think he's not going to average four and four the rest of the year. No, nowhere close to that. Cause he's getting the minutes. His steals um, are career low as well. Like it's just, it's, it, it's an anomaly after two weeks is yeah. what I believe. And what I'm encouraged by is what he really improved on last year was really good three point shooting. And so far on the year, he's making over two threes a game. So I don't. I think he's going to average two to two point five per game. So I'm really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, his field goal percentage is obviously lower than than I would want it, but he's averaging 0.7 blocks, which is nice for a point guard. Um, hey, so, I'm totally open to having no, him on my team. I'll, he fits I'll right in. This. 
to be completely honest, when I made the offer at Lonzo for LaMelo uh, to Aaron, I've been praying, like, I hope Aaron doesn't hear this because I'm going to have to decline it. Uh, I just, I don't, yeah, because. So you're fronting for the podcast is what you're saying. 100%. It was a big front. Uh, Yeah, it was just for the show. And, uh, you know, if it actually came to it, I, I wouldn't do it because I think it would make my team worse. I do want LaMelo, but I think it's an overreaction. But anyway, my offer was, you know, I don't expect you to accept this, but it was just a one-for-one Lonzo Ball for Michael Porter Jr. No, thank you. Dude, he's been, it's COVID. He doesn't even have COVID. He's just was neat. He had got a haircut with someone who had COVID. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, and he's been great otherwise. So uh, yeah, sort of disrespectful, but uh, I, what, he, uh, what has he played? Two games? Uh, yeah, three maybe. Okay, so um, in the insultometer, I feel like that was more of an insult that without giving it a single second of consideration. I feel that was more insulting off of the mine. So, see, you see what I mean? When your team is underperforming so much, you get nothing but shit offers. I mean, but that's that's leverage. That's life. I understand, but that's why I decided not to get make any offers to anyone. Okay, Russ, how about this? This one, I feel like you'll accept. Uh, I, I will genuinely think about this offer. Uh, well, if Lon- you're making it, it should be an official offer. Well, it's not. Okay, so Lonzo Ball, <laughs> Lonzo Ball for Kelly Oubre. Oh, give, give me that, give me that, give me that right now. Give me that. Accept, accept, send it. Uh, I, I see Kelly Oubre bouncing back, but you know, uh, no, that was not an official offer. I just wanted to see what would happen. I just needed to like give myself some confidence. Oh, thank you for that. Okay, moving on. But like, is Kelly Uber gonna shoot thirteen percent from three while taking five per game? The whole Maybe. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he will. Maybe you're right. So, all right, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa! What's that? I said I was gonna, I was gonna get back to Christian about his offer. That's what I was about to say. I'll say, all right, back to the important topic at hand. Sell it to me. You agree that yes, we, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah, let's process it. Sales skills on point, fam. Shit, <laughs> I didn't say shit. I didn't have to. <laughs> Luckily, I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to. Okay, okay, I, I'm gonna send it right now, and then we need to get this done before we move on with anything. When you realize that Rashawn Holmes is the next Anthony Davis. <laughs> okay the heir to the throne oh i i see he's day-to-day i just need to make sure no funny business has happened i can confirm there is as far as far as i know he there's no proper it's the, injuries it's the typical data davis yeah. pain hip pain or whatever it could be this time yeah yeah okay conjunctivitis maybe whatever man uh what i'm more sad about then losing Paul George is losing Christian Wood. Um, put up better numbers in AD right now and getting rid of Paul George. Ooh, Christian, you already said yes, though. Uh, yeah, I, I sent the offer. Um, you know, can I tell you, here's my thought process. My thought process is if you have the opportunity to have James Harden and Anthony Davis on your team, you do it. <laughs> Under every circumstance. Practically, yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. And, and, and here's another thing. Oh, sorry. 
I was just going to say, if I'm in your position, like if I'm first in the league right now, mm-hmm. I make this trade going the other way. Yeah, no, I definitely, I'm definitely very happy about this. Um, and I hope, I hope Christian Wood and Paul George play amazing for you all year. So You're I'm saying that because you want to seem like a wholesome guy on the podcast. You don't mean that. No, no, I'm genuinely serious. I, I want to see Ollie succeed. Obviously. Wait, how do I? Oh, I have to drop someone from my roster. Yeah. Who, who, who are you going to drop? I'm gonna am I going to have to drop Damian Dodson? Ooh. Oh, that's awful. Oh, now, now everything changes. <laughs> but this is actually uh, the reason that I want to do this trade because I need to open up roster spots because I have John Morant and Kemba Walker coming back in the next month. Oh, that's a very good call. That's okay. Yeah. You're the winner here. Oh, wow. That was easy. Thank you. So oh, actually... Big. So big Kemba Walker news. Oh, yeah. Yo, <gasps> look, the Celtics. Yo, this just came out one hour, 31 minutes ago. The Celtics are targeting Friday's game for Walker uh, against the Magic for Kemba Walker's season debut. Nice. Wow. And with Jason that's, Tatum out, he's doing a lot of shots. That's, that's in five days. Yeah, that is. Ooh, that's, that's really exciting for me. I have breaking news here, if, uh, if I may. Mavs shut down facility due to COVID issues. Oh, oh no right. players. <laughs> yes. So, uh, remember last week, one of my bold predictions was like COVID's going to be a fucking bitch cunt piece of shit all year. Uh, it's it's playing out that way. So yeah. games aren't getting canceled, but so many players are going down for COVID protocols. Would uh, you like to know? Um, really who- fucking shitty. Would you like to know who the Sixers started yesterday? Please. <laughs> so the funny. Sixers starting lineup yesterday was Dakota Matthias. What? Danny Green, Dwight Howard, Isaiah Joe, and Tyrese Maxey. Is that the team that played the, against the Nets? That was the team that played the Nuggets. Okay, but Ben Simmons and John B played against the Nets. Okay, so that is a legitimate one. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. And we and played without then, Kyrie and Katie, so that was a legit win against the seven and one sixes. And then coming off the bench, you had Paul Reed and Tony Bradley. Real quick, Carlsberg put up forty three last game. That six man of the year prediction is looking pretty good right now. Yeah. Hey, hey Rashus, I need to, I need to ask you a question. What's that? So, with the trade just being accepted. Mm-hmm. How do I play out or what do I do in terms of upholding it? Do I uphold it now or do I uphold it after lineups lock? Because it's Sunday. Uh, Paul George is playing. Christian Wood is playing. And uh, Anthony Davis most likely is not playing. (laughs) Okay, so we know exactly what what you want to do. (laughs) Oh, my Wi-Fi went out. What a what a nice man. And I actually might get an extra extra point in my matchup this week. I hope you do. I hope you do. And the that'll trade... slide me right into tenth where I belong. Thank you very much. I am gonna fiercely compete with you for that ninth spot this year. No, you won't. It won't even be close. Okay, I need to announce in the group chat real quick that a massive blockbuster trade has gone down. I'm really this happy is... that this happened. This is a world first. I don't think a massive trade like this has ever been announced on a podcast before. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll also say um, I would not have done it with for Bradley Beal. I see Bradley Beal being a top 
I, he could finish at the end of the year better than uh, Anthony Davis could just because of how – like, Anthony Davis is way better fantasy player, but just how things might play out. I, I believe that as well. It was, a, it was more of a case of see what I can get. Boys, I'm really sorry. I got to take a pee again. This is, this is ridiculous, but it is what it is. So I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, okay, so people saw the trade go down before I even announced it. Wait, wait how did this happen? Uh, oh, people are already given their takes on the trade so far. So let's see. I take George side. Julian would take the George side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can imagine people would be split on it. it it's, a, it's an insanely evenly balanced trade that could go either way. You know, if Anthony Davis returns to top five form, it's probably going to work out better for me. If it continues the way it's been going and he finishes between 10 and 20 on the year, you're going to definitely win because Paul George is probably going to finish as a top 10 player. Yeah, I going to be a top 25. The other part for me is um, like I have five centers on my roster. Mm. So giving up a center is not that big of a deal for me. And I also have Holmes who has that power forward center split. So I just needed another, you know, scorer essentially. Yeah. And if we yeah, even if. All- even if Wood averages 17 or 18 a game with two blocks, I give me that because Lord knows DeAndre Ayton's not averaging that. <laughs> you got a lot of scoring in this trade. I, I think Christian Wood will average the 22, like 22, 10 with a block and a half. So it, it's definitely, uh, it hurts a lot to do this trade. And I'm, you know, I'm totally 50-50 on how it's going to play out. But the James Harden, Anthony Davis pairing, that's what's making me do it. Oh yeah, like I said, if I was you, I yeah, I would have done it the other way. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I like it in Ollie's favor. It's two really, really good players for one really good player as well. But yeah, you know. Let me just yeah. check Fancy Pod NBA see if anything's happened in the past two seconds. <laughs> Anthony Davis has sneezed out for six weeks. Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! Sorry, I saw, I saw I saw a Lakers jersey flash up with expected to miss extended time, but it's Avery Bradley. Oh, okay. It's Avery Bradley. We can take a deep breath. All right. So here's also how I view it. I view this as it's Paul George, Christian Wood for Anthony Davis and Kemba Walker. So that's actually how I look at the numbers because he's going to be taking that spot. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I don't, you, you know, that's how. Yeah, I'm that's, at that's fair to look at it that way. So dope. So yeah, we should that do this segment. Every <laughs> we should we should try and bring everyone on one day. Oh my god, that would be a lot of fun. We should yeah, we'll bring everyone on and we'll just have trade offers flying around. We'll do an entire pod of just trade offers. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it It'll really be like, negotiations is all it is. It really hurts to lose Thomas Bryant. That's yeah. a that's a tough one, and yeah, he that, that does hurt. I was in the exact same position as you last year. Like I owned him. He was really good for 15 games and then he missed like four months. Mm. Well, I also want to say I was able to get Goran Dragic on waivers this morning. What? You got him? I put a, oh no, I couldn't put a claim on him because I had already picked up three. This is a story of story of 2021. Emmanuel, if you're listening, I'm really annoyed you got Larry Nance. 
Yeah, and I used to own him, and I'm gonna stop it. I'm gonna stop here. <laughs> when when discussing segments for this for this episode, I suggested that segment one was I shoot myself live on air, and you, <laughs> and you two just take it from there. I, I was but laughing. Your out team loud your that. team doesn't stand a chance in like as an atrocity as compared to mine. I I am more confident. I'm more confident than I was an hour and a half ago. Let's just put it that way. That's good. That's good. I'm happy to be able to make you feel that way. And I'm just as unconfident as I've ever been. So fucking <laughs> thanks, guys. I mean, <laughs> you guys have done nothing to help me feel better. I, DeMarcus Cousins can't shoot worse than 29%. Okay, helping, helping. Continue. Um, Shay will be better. Jimmy Butler will be better. Okay. Hassan Whiteside's still the worst pick in the draft. Okay, I don't want him anymore, so I'm disconnected. Oh, you dropped him? Well, yeah, but I'm not going to play a guy that, that sits like three straight DNP coaches' decisions. I mean, you yeah. did, did pick up Storm in Norman, so... So so I could do anything. <laughs> you could do anything. Storm in Norman for, for everyone. Okay, are we doing power rankings? Ollie, yes, but, but make sure to plug in uh, Paul George, Kristen Wood, because they're playing in lineups lock in about an hour. Um, okay, let me just refresh... Make sure to get them in there. I, I, hope, already, I hope this trade gets you a category or two this week. I already, I, I hope it does as well because there are a couple of really close ones between me and Thomas. Ooh, you, you, okay. I, oh, yes. No, Ollie, you're definitely going to take field goals this week with this trade, I believe, because Anthony Davis is not playing. So this will give you a solid like 20 field goals, most likely. Uh, three pointers. Paul George hits four a game. You're three behind. Uh, let's see what else. Steals. You're one behind. You could actually get a win if things roll your way. You could get a five four win. If if I get a win, I will personally write you a letter of thanks. I really want that to happen. I haven't had a win in fantasy in almost a year now because we ended our league when everything hit the first time last year. That's so it's, a year ago. it's been a long time. Yeah. If all you had to do was win two categories to count as a win, I'd still be on three. Your team's in a way worse position than Ollie's. You're wow. a great dad. Thank there you, you Ollie. Let's like that, that. Unfortunately, that's not a stat, but you are one. <laughs> Thank you. See, there you go. All right. Yeah. You are a all great right. dad. Moods, moods elevating slightly. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, power you're rankings. A, you're, you, you're definitely a DILF, and I would definitely hook up with you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. Oh, goodness. Derek Henry's thighs. Um, sorry. Uh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. Okay, last segment. Live breakdown of every team. Let me screen share here. The viewers can't see it. I would like to screen share. Let's start from the top of the standings and break down each team. How does that sound? Yeah. So, so this will be this will be the last segment, and then it'll be a bonus segment of me ranting for three minutes about my team. Just you know. okay. I'm excited for that. Perfect. So first is the Oahu Ballers, uh, number one in the league at 17, 0 and one, and that is of course my team. And let's see what the team looks like with Anthony Davis plugged in now. This is what I want to see. So 
I feel really good about having a big fucking juicy big three of James Harden, Bradley Beal, and Anthony Davis. Three first-round players I fully expect to finish in the first round. Um, and then some compliment, complimentary players of John Morant, and uh, that's about where Miles my complimentary Turner. players end. Miles Turner, Kemba Walker. Uh, but the big I three, def- though. I Yeah. Um, I definitely... I definitely lost some depth for sure, but hopefully I'm stacking my team at the top and hopefully they can carry. Mm -hmm. This could be a team that just blows everyone out. I hope you are right. Yes, it's a good team, but because it's so top heavy, there is a lack of depth. Okay. This team is good, but to say it's like stacked the same way my family was this year is not. We have to look at John Moran and Kemba Walker in this. Yeah, but they're injured right now. But yeah, but, you know, they'll be back for the playoffs. And John Morant, you know, Kemba's returning this coming week. Okay. Um, John Morant, you know, in probably about a month. So let me explain myself real quick. I think my depth is better than you think. Here's someone flying under the radar. No one's talking about who's actually playing really well. And that's Mike Conley. I know that. I know that. um, I hate Mike Conley. I think I took him at 100 overall um, in 31 minutes a game, averaging 17 points, 5.7 assists, four rebounds, three threes per game. Ugly. With, with uh, average uh, field goal numbers, 44%, 76% from the line and a steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love him as a, a guy who could, you know, hopefully swing a few categories or maybe a category every week or so. Yeah. Yeah, he has so single-handedly been playing well to the detriment of Donovan Mitchell, and I don't like it. That's true. Ooh, and he, okay. okay. He was so bad last year, which makes this year so surprising. Okay. He was I, I, want, I want Donovan Mitchell as well, because it seems like you don't like him, and let me see if I can take advantage. No, we're going to do this segment. We're not going to – You're right. Sorry. Trade off no, that's, that, this is my team. We'll see my line's always out. open, my friend. Just slide into my DMs whenever you please. Amazing. We'll do that off air. Next team, number two in the standings. Ugh, this is a team that I'm pretty scared of. Yeah, me too. That is Thomas's Danish dynamite. There's no weak points. This is what pissed me off about Thomas's team. I he's number two in my power rankings. I had Christian number one. I had Thomas number two. No weak points. And to be honest, we didn't really discuss his team when we did the post draft breakdown. No, we didn't. Um, he went under but, the radar. See, so let's look at why his team is dominating so much. Because after this, uh, after today, he's going to be in first place. He is Damn, I'm looking at it now. Like, oh, actually, oh. actually, actually, no, 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 no. He's facing Ollie. He could, he could win seven two, as much as eight one, uh, or he could lose five four six three even. So it really comes down to today. But uh, if things go his way, he's going to have a ridiculous record and be in first. So let's see why he's his team's playing so well. The big one is this man right here. He has Jalen Brown. Yep. You know, you, you know, I think a big, big part of it is that none of his top picks have performed below their draft spot. Mm-hmm. Yes. For example, Kawhi Leonard. Like uh, he isn't doing anything crazy, but I think he's his value in the year is around 15. And he was drafted at like 12 or 13. So he's just doing what he needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you get really screwed in the bum when your first one to two picks underperform. 
That's oh, believe are. me. <laughs> believe me, my friends. Yes, we do. Brandon Ingram has been beasting. He's been incredible. It, yeah, incredible. Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Damian oh, Lillard I, was his first round pick. Slightly underperforming, but still having yeah. a great year. Yeah, he's averaging only 26 a game. <laughs> Imagine underperforming and averaging 26 a game. <laughs> That's Damian Lillard. Demontis <laughs> Sabonis is murdering it. He's been he had 22 insane. rebounds last night. How do you grab this? Woo! 22 rebounds while playing against DeAndre Ayton, who is about five inches taller than him. And still, yeah. He's got Jonas Valanciunas doing 14 and 10. Yo, this so this is really a case of like the whole team is playing really well. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not, he's not being carried by like one player, uh, but Brogdon, Sabonis, Ingram, Valanciunas, Jalen Brown, Damon Lillard. Damian Lillard, do I literally? Yo, this is a scary team. Yeah. This is a very scary team. Yes, it is. Great team. Uh, hey, Thomas Gokyard, Minvin Gokyard, 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 indeed. <laughs> one one comment I want to make back to my team real quick is James Harden has played like four four games. Number one overall pick has played like four games. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. What's his averages? Points, rebounds, assists. Well, across the board. Let's have a really quick look here. Also, fuck, now that we're looking into it, he probably hasn't played four games. <laughs> He's played six. He's played six. Six out of ten. He's played six out of ten. Yeah. Averages are... Fuck, they're fact-checking me. Shit, shit, shit. Yeah. 27 <laughs> points per game, 11 rebounds. Four, 11 assists. Sorry, 11, 11 assists. 4.7 rebounds. 3.7 threes per game. Here's what I like. He's only taking 17 shots a game, which is not going to keep that's not going to stay at 17. That's going to come up over 20. Yeah. So I see, I think he'll average over 30 at the end of the year. This COVID shit is just fucking things up. So I have no worries whatsoever about James Harden. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, moving on to the next team. Number three right now in the standings is Julian's USA for the win. Another team, team that went under the radar at draft team. Yep. Draft time. We're under the radar. But my question is, what does that team name mean? Is he just being patriotic? I think so. Just loves USA. I mean, who doesn't? And, I mean, I. That's great. I love the USA as well. So. Uh, CJ McCollum. My goodness. What are these numbers from CJ McCollum? Yeah, CJ McCollum is playing out of his mind. Four point nine threes per game. Are you silly? Jesus. So he also has the number one player on the year right now, which is Nikola Jokic. Let's yep. talk about the Joker real quick. Woo! At least I can silly. feel good about my bold prediction of him averaging triple double. That's silly, silly numbers. I love Nikola Jokic. This is so sick. Twenty-five points, eleven rebounds, eleven assists from a motherfucking center. This is sick. He's definitely taking a leap this year. He'll probably be consensus top three pick next year. And. He's just ugly. Can we agree he's just an ugly dude? What? <laughs> he's a I mean, big yeah. boy. Listen, he's definitely butt ugly, but who gives a shit? Look, <laughs> if you're 7'2", it's hard to be good looking. That's true. It, it I'd is. say he's in the top half of 7'2 dudes. The only good looking 7'2 dude I know, I know is Boban. <laughs> okay, now we're just being ironic. Don't. That's not like... Nice. Okay, who else has Julian got? He's got Julius Randle, who we all slated at the time, but has been beasting. Um, yeah. 
He's also got Devin Booker, who's been underperforming. So Siakam has also been underperforming. And Siakam, yeah, he's got room to maneuver. Darius Garland has been good, but injured. I think the player that's moving the needle the most for him is CJ McCollum. Yeah, and Jokic. Uh, Yeah, and of course Jokic, but that was a first-round pick. But Jokic, I would expect to maintain those numbers, maybe a tiny drop-off. CJ McCollum, if he averages 27.9 points at the end of the season... I will personally shoot you in the head. Buy a CJ McCollum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say buy a CJ McCollum jersey. Um, <laughs> Ooh, that's that's far out. Lost our monetization abilities. Thanks, yeah, Christian. Um, no. But yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm not as confident in this team as I am with Thomas's. I think Agreed. there's there's room for regression. But at the same time, there's a couple of guys who will probably dramatically overperform their draft spot. Oh, mm. another guy I, I realized is p- overperforming a lot is Tobias Harris. He's been rock he's solid. A, he's a top yeah. 20 player on the year. Yeah. You know, none of these numbers are out of line, but he's probably going to drop off a little bit. Yeah. It, it, Drew Holiday, the dude's just got a lot of fucking ballers on his team. Mm-hmm. So definitely yeah. a definitely will definitely be a playoff team there's no doubt about that yep. uh, 2.1 steals a game from Giroud. that's insane yo how is drew playing uh, underperforming points. underperforming yeah so. i'd say underperforming fantasy wise in real life he's been good yeah so i i think uh julian's overperformers will will bounce out with his underperforming underperformers and he'll finish around maybe the third spot by the end of the year yeah i'd say this is a playoff team yeah, yeah for sure Next up, number four, we have <laughs> Ollie's favorite team. 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 Who saw this coming? <laughs> no one. Okay, let's let's see let's see how well Emmanuel's doing. Let's see let's see who's being who's fueling these numbers. I think he's in for a loss this week. Just to, but I am, don't mean that disrespectfully. Just saying it factually. Okay. I didn't like um, the John Wall pick. He's beasting. Yeah. I mean, nothing is jumping out to me right off the bat in terms of like players who were really good picks. You know, Giannis is performing. He was a, the number three pick. Seth Curry John, was John a great Wall, pick. John Wall is the one who uh, is going to move the needle a lot for him. Seems like he's going to have a good season. Seth Jordan, Curry is killing it. Jordan Clarkson, good pickup off waivers. Yeah. Yes, he, he's been one of the best pickups off waivers. Jared uh, Allen, that trade... That he made there was, uh, yeah, definitely helped him a lot. Again, like he has players that just put up numbers. Bam Adebayo, to me, is not a sexy player, but sixty-four percent from the field, eighty percent from the line, uh, defensive stats, rebounds, assists. So Bam Adebayo is great. Malik Beasley, low-key averaging nineteen a game on great percentages. Mm-hmm. What? Wow! Yeah. So, um, team, His team isn't sexy, but it, it's rock solid. I see him being middle of the pack by, yeah. the, by the end of the year. I, I don't see much room for growth, to be honest with you, other than Ben Simmons, who's underperforming. Yeah. I don't see him exceeding the fourth spot. Mm-hmm. I, I only see, yeah. Would you, how do you guys feel? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I can't see someone who's underperforming and like, going to perform much better and therefore he's gonna yeah. uh move up the standings 
I don't see that. I can I only see... really see guys going down from here. Oh, I'm still waiting. Yeah. We're still waiting for the Aaron Gordon breakout year. Yes. Well, Mike, yes. we've been waiting for half a decade for that. Yeah, year six. This, this is the year. Year six. This is the year. <laughs> so uh, I see him finishing between five and six on the year, to be honest. Maybe even seven. Now we come to my my least favorite player in this league, and that is <laughs> Nils, because there is no way I can ever win a trade with this guy. Mm-hmm. He's too good, man. The Nils, you're a great player, and it pisses me off. So are you, are you let his greedy when it comes to trades? No, 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 he just like he just you know can't... he just knows his shit. Like that's really it. You like can't spoof him. I. I feel like every trade is going to be 50 50. I never think there's going to be a clear winner. And so it, it makes me, it makes me have doubts in my mind about the trade. Right. And just I mean, wow. solid drafter. I'm looking at his team. It's is really a, good. Yeah. It is, it's it is really, really good. Just don't, don't let his, what is he, fourth or fifth in the standings? Don't let that fool you. He's facing me this week. He's going to get an 8 1. Like, overnight how many 20 point per game players is this one two three four five and then a 19.6 so basically six oh this team is stacked yeah this is a a good team can i just go down from like top to bottom we got luka Doncic, joel Embiid, zach levine jeremy grant De'Aaron fox gordon hayward d'angelo russell laurie markinen who is uh on the IR. And then we still got some solid players in Marcus Smart, Robert Covington, been extremely disappointing, who I really wanted. So I guess it just goes to show how uh, good I am at this. Um, Darius Basley averaging 8.8 rebounds a game. Yeah. Uh, Darius Basley looks like one of the the best sleepers so far this year. Because it's really because he's playing a shit ton of minutes. Nils has one of the one of yeah. my favorite teams. It's just uh, so I deep. I yeah, think this is the top three team. We got James Wiseman as well. Dylan Brooks was a really good pickup. Yeah, I think this is the top three team. Holy, oh! When I'm facing these guys in the playoffs, I'm gonna be scared. Yeah. And, and and here's the here's the scariest part. Luka Doncic isn't hasn't even gotten hot yet. He's been yeah. pretty ice cold. When he gets hot, uh, yeah. This is this is bad news, but I'll say regression has to come for Jeremy Grant. I, I hope so, mm-hmm. for the sake of giving other teams a chance at winning. Uh, the thing is that, that, like, logically it makes sense. Jeremy Grant isn't going to average twenty four points, but who else on the Pistons is even going to take shots? Yeah, mm-hmm. and when you play thirty seven minutes, again, this is the thing blake griffin might like be out of the rotation at some point he's this bad um oh my god yes Derek rose is perpetually injured killian hayes is out for the year mason plum dog millionaire plumley like it was just dropped yeah i'm i'm picking his ass up real quick speaking of Niels, now i can say the trade offer that i have Uh, it was from Niels, and i am Slightly disrespected by it because it's, you know, thinking I'm a noob. You can take advantage of me by sending overperforming guys for underperforming guys. So it's it's Dylan Brooks and Cole Anthony. Okay, so the two. Oh come on, two pickups for Chris Paul. 
That's that's disrespectful. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's, that's disrespectful. Really disrespectful. So yeah, I'm gonna have to say no, thank you. That's disrespectful. Uh, but moving on to the next team, now we're in the bottom half of the standings, sitting at six overall, is the certified bucket getters, who is Aaron. He changed his team name. Certified bucket getters. Let's have a look at, at what we have here. Destroyed me last week. By the way, his record is seven and eleven. Nice. I wish I was seven and eleven. So I'm looking here, and nothing jumps out at me as like good. Only LeBron. LeBron is the only good thing I see. Um, like, and Karis LeVert actually. I but, think uh, he's got room room for growth because he's got some under underperforming players like Clint Capella, John Collins. That's Zion's true. been bad. You know, I remember we talked him up last time, and now he's not been so good lately. What is what is a Clint Capella growth? What does that look like? Uh, that looks like adding uh, a few points, higher field goal percentage, and some blocks. Rebounds are, are great, but the points in the field percentage and the blocks are not. Yeah. Um, John Collins is already unhappy with the team. John it's... Collins, I kind of wanted to talk about, as one of the biggest busts. Just because there was so much hype around him, um, it died off. Yeah, he lost they, a lot of it. Once again, not even player. a real player. Not even a real player. So I, I've actually seen highlights of him now. This dude can motherfucking slam dunk the ball. Holy Ooh, against the Nets. Wait, that off the backboard alley-oop from Trey Young was that sick. Was, that was and nice. then he smashed it on Jared Allen's afro. He's, that was also super sick. Jared Allen. So yeah. this guy's the next Stromal Swift. Got it. <laughs> that's about it ouch ouch uh this guy has to be in the dunk contest though mm-hmm. um i think he's gonna get traded there's a lot of there's a lot of rumblings that the hawks don't like him he doesn't like the hawks i would love to trade Kyrie irving for john collins straight up because uh, uh, it doesn't overreact too much of this one thing uh, it's a big deal okay. yes okay I'm, I'm, I'm not being completely serious but i do want john collins has okay, so let's 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 talk about Rudy Gobert. Okay, like if you're getting 13, 13, and 2.7 blocks out of Rudy Gobert, wow. is that good? Absolutely. Uh, what the fuck else of, are you expecting? Because of the blocks, yes. The the blocks have so much weight and what the, more would you blocks. want? But, but this is you're getting is, 13 points from your second pick. Yeah, but you knew that when you drafted him that that's what he was going to give you. But yeah, like, this, but is that enough? Is this enough to power you? This is the thing. I, I would say when you draft Rudy Gobert, you have to surround him with scores, which mm-hmm. Aaron didn't do that great of a job at. Yeah. You know. And, you know, I'm uh, talking shit and the guy destroyed me last week. So what do I know? <laughs> um, you know, I see Aaron finishing in the bottom half of the league. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, there's John Collins, there's Zion, there's Clint Capella. You know, what we thought coming into the year is kind of the way his team is playing out. I just don't think there's enough scoring. I, I don't see there's much upside, to be honest with you. I, I agree with you, upside. but I would trade my entire roster for his entire roster any fucking day of the year. Are you serious? Really? Yes. How have you, how have you come to hate your team? We'll get so there. Yeah, we'll, 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 get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Okay, oh my so goodness. Moving on to the team sitting in seventh place right now, the Stockholm Thundercats, Asmundorf sitting at six 
and 12. And I, I thought he had a really good draft, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's until he drafted Draymond Green. Ah, uh, yeah, right. that's a big one. Okay. 2.8. Ooh, but look at his IR. It's stacked. <laughs> yeah. But IR but is stacked. Porzingard, well, that's his, own, his doing. own doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. When's, when's Porzingis going to return? Ooh, seven to 10 days. And that was a week ago? No, that was a few days ago. That's if all things continue to go well, and we haven't had anything since then. Hmm. So, but it looks like he'll return by the end of January. But I see him getting injured again. I mean, he's been injured every single season of his career. Yeah. Let's see. Who's his best pick of the year? Stephen Curry. Steph Curry. I gave to carrying that team. Carrying for Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, Dejounte Murray was a nice middle round pick for him, averaging. Oh, really nice. 17, 7.5, and 5 yeah. with, good, yeah. with good percentages. Um, he has Curry and Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is back and healthy now. And, like, you know, he's putting up stupid numbers when he's playing. Mm-hmm. It might only be 21 points, but 12 rebounds, 5 assists, and 3 blocks per game. With threes, with good percentages. With, yeah. yeah, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns can finish number one overall. He's, he's a great fantasy out. player. Great fantasy player. Arguably the best. You know, with Stephen Curry, uh, he's definitely not going to finish seventh. In the no, league. he's been hurt a lot by injuries. I mean, look at his bench right yeah. now; they're all just waiver guys. Yeah. So, let's see. I mean, if else? you if you have Nas Reed on your team, then you've got a lot of injuries. <laughs> I've never heard of Nas Reed. I've I've seen Nas Reed play more than I've seen John Collins play. There's a fun little factoid for you. <laughs> That is funny. Um, Al Horford has been massive bust. Let's say that real quick. That does surprise me. I thought he would be better. Same too. Aldridge as well has been poor. Van Vliet has been fantastic. Yeah. Who who were you saying, Ollie? Aldridge has been poor. Yeah. 14 points. It's about time. He's old as hell. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at this picture. He looks like he's 40. (laughs) He, it's a strange team because like he's got two or three guys really overperforming and then two or three guys really underperforming yeah. Yeah. Uh, but overall I see the 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 team of the direction of his team going up going forward I think this is a this is a top five team I would agree I would agree yeah I'd say so too but Carlton town needs to play like a top five player for that to happen he does and also Pazingas has to play every game when he comes back yeah uh, uh, might want to explore making some trades throughout the year. The so next to number eight. Oh, so uh, Asmunder was at six. Sorry, I said seven. Wait, hey, he's at seven. I oh, know he was at seven. Sorry. Next in at number eight is Patrick Sydney Swish Dirk. Swish Dirk, Mr. Patrick. He got a uh, lot of heat after the draft and yes. praise for one of his picks. Well, actually, no, I slammed the pick because I wanted him. But yeah. great. Colin great Sexton player. has been every bit as good as you predicted. Bloody Colin Sexton. Look at that. Look at these numbers. Let's see. Where are they? 25 PPG. No. On 53% from the field? Who is Colin three? Sexton might be the best player in the NBA. Whoa, that's that's quite a take. I said I might. Don't... 
How does he shoot 53% from the field? Because he doesn't take threes. He's smart. Wow. He knows it's a field goals made league. He, he's one of us. Yeah. He hits two threes a game so far this year. Yeah, which is, which is which is pretty good for him, actually. Yeah, like Colin Sexton is crushing it. Trey Young is underperforming. Is he? Andre Drummond is doing exactly kind of what we expected. Doing Andre Drummond things. Yes. Yeah. 18, <laughs> Look at these 15. stats for such a bad player. 26 and 24 last game. Oh, my goodness. The best thing about Andre Drummond by far has always been so many defensive stats consistently every year, like at least three steals plus blocks. Yeah, it's not just the blocks, it's the steals as well. Also, Andre Drummond has a nose ring. Huh. Is that going to help him or hurt him rest of the season? Irrelevant. Irrelevant um, it depends if the other players are wearing jewelry because it will magnetize him towards them so he'll be able to box them out more. So, jewelry, well thought. people are wearing yeah. magnets. Yeah, this was in um, it was in-depth analysis last week. Yeah, I, I think I read that study as well. That was interesting. Let's Kobe see. White in the uh, s- slow key overperformers. Mm-hmm. Playing around where I'd expect him. You expected Kobe White to be the tenth best point guard. Well, Why that's that, that number can be deceiving when you put it that way. But eighteen, five, and five. At a, with low percentage, bad percentages. Yeah, that's about what I'd say. Let's see, where is he on the player radar on the year? Oh, he's not in the top fifty. Yeah, you see. But well, like the guy drafted in like hundred and fortieth. No way, no way. Let's check that out. Let's see, let's see where he was drafted. It would take me too long to look in. Oh, one hundred nineteenth. Oh, okay. Well, that's an amazing uh, pick. Amazing. That's actually pick. pretty well done. How did he fall that far? Yeah, but uh, let's see. What do we got? Jamal Murray like, also underperforming. Yes, um, he's scoring points at a at a good percentages, but rebounds and assists are low. Yeah, I mean, he's always been a pretty low assist guy for for a point guard. That's true. I mean, also his his IR is is pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. That's right. Jason Tatum, that's really unfortunate. So let's talk about Jason Tatum because we talked a lot about him before the, the season. Mm-hmm. Me and Christian were super high on him. Ollie was a bit more like, chill, chill. Uh, well, number one at his position so far. So I feel like he's been exactly what I predicted. Yeah, exactly. I would say that. Yeah. Oh. So I, I, I would definitely... love to get Jason Tatum on my team. Bradley Beal for Jason Tatum. How's that? Oh, 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 Patrick, you there? Come on. What do you think? No, that's uh, I take that back. He's not going to accept that. But uh, that is a no, that is a really enticing trade offer, though. You think so? I mean, I, I genuinely th- when you said Beal has the potential to be the number one overall player, I don't disagree with you. Wow. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. Cool. I, I just I'm so high on Jason Tatum, but uh. I would make that trade in a heartbeat, to be honest. But I do love my Beal pick. Uh, so what do we think of Patrick's team? Nothing. I'm not too excited. He's going to finish. Yeah. I would. I would say it's not. It's not top five. No. I think he'll move up one or two spots to six or seven. Yeah. Because he's got some underperforming players. We need yeah. some more trades in this league. We do. I'm happy we made our blockbuster one. You know what? I should fucking shake it up this week. 
Yes, Rasmus, that's what I want. Rasmus, you, you hate your team. Shake it up, motherfucker. I want yeah, you to it's scorched gonna turn out, it's gonna It could look really, really bad after I do. My, okay, right, you're right. So you you've said on this on this podcast that you don't want to sell low on any of your players. Mm-hmm. My question is, what happens if you do nothing? I just some of the players I want to sit out a bit longer. Like Jimmy Butler, I'm not going to sell low on him. Kelly Oubre, I'm, I'm willing to sell low on. Yeah, because he's. I don't think he's bouncing back. Like Michael Porter Jr. hasn't played many games. Kevin Durant's been out the last three games. Kyrie Irving's been a pussy. Been out the last few games. Kyrie Irving is a cancer. Mm-hmm. so uh, sga i wouldn't sell low on mm-hmm. i don't well, think it, i don't think sga would be a sell low i think it would be a sell moderate yeah sell moderate. I, yeah that's uh, so it's moderate. actually time to move on to your team rasmus Isn't that nice? this. here we go, here we go. let's one. get it let's look at the roster okay rasmus go nuts all right um i prepared prepared a few bullet points here just to <laughs> go through all the shitty things that um, i did your team isn't bad, so okay. I don't know what you're talking about. But. So first off, I traded Steph Curry, who I drafted with my first pick, and he's been what one second second best player so far this year. The trade yeah. overall slightly weighs in his mother's favor, but I did get Kyrie Irving back, who's been bad. Although fuck him, SGA Chris Paul's been bad. Fred Levy, Fred Van Vliet has been good. Cal Lowry's been okay. So. He wins slightly, but we're it's not that bad. He he definitely wins the trade. So I did trade for Kelly Oubre, but I traded Nurkic. So like I feel like that evens out. Yeah. Nurkic is lucky he's gotten less flack on this podcast than he deserves, but there's still time. Mm-hmm. He is lucky. Jimmy Butler's m- missed a bunch of games, and even when he's played, he's been pretty bad. Katie and Kyrie have missed quite a few games at this point. Chris right, Paul right, just- exactly. You're a victim of Katie and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is just old. I mean, 13 points per game. Although his player Raider will tell you he's yeah. been pretty good, which, yeah. yeah, but I need some points here. 43. He's been 43 overall. That's about where you took him. Yeah. And he's been underperforming. So, yeah, he just hasn't been scoring points. I actually feel pretty good about Chris Paul. I do. I do. So Michael hot. Porter Jr. hasn't played in two weeks. Evan Fournier has played one or two games so far this year. Who gives a shit about Evan Fournier? Hey, hey, Evan Fournier's family. That's true. The Fournier clan. He's a solid player when he plays. And Markel Fultz out for the year, there's potential. Davis Bertans has missed solid amount of games, but even when he's played, it has been straight trash. Yeah, he'll bounce back though. DeMarcus Cousins missed a lot of games, low minutes, gotten ejected, and even when he's played, (laughs) he's been straight trash. So just completely awful. Once again, what does bounce back for Davis Bertans look like? If you could do what he did last year, I'm the happiest person ever. That'd be awesome. Seven threes per game. I mean, I don't think people realize how well I owned him last year. He had a uh, a stretch where he went fucking bonkers. There was one week where he was the like first or second best player in fantasy. He was hitting like so seven threes a game for a week. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me pull it up here real quick. So let's first see. On the year, he hit 3.73s per game. That's Stephen Curry level. Mm-hmm. Let, let me find the stretch that I'm talking about right here. So in January, he hit 4.53s per game. Seven, five, six, eight. I don't know if that's the stretch. But yeah, but like, 
you got you got to consider that this is when the Wizards had no one. Right, and now they have Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. <sighs> I'm doomed. I, I personally, I I'm a big Davis Bertans fan. Yep. Because he's one of the best shooters in the league, and that shit is. He is, but he's also he's also got a bit of Hassan Whiteside syndrome in that, like he's coming oh. off the bench for the Wizards. But Thomas Bryant's out for the year now. That that's like he, he's a uh, that but he's that's a small forward. <laughs> um, well, it's more minutes for him. I think it's going to give him you know three more minutes per game, maybe. Mm. Okay, moving on. Uh, Hassan Whiteside out the rotation, off my team completely. <laughs> Lost pick right there. I could have had the highest person drafted to be dropped already. Ricky Rubio was also um, dropped, but I think he was after. So probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Wow. And Dennis Schroeder is having his worst season since 2016. Not getting 17 shots a game. Like I predicted. That's probably why (laughs) it's because he's not getting his 17 shots a game. (laughs) You did predict that. So Um, now if I have to hear, hear the bright spots from my team. Here's the positives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie Irving, KD, they've been great when they play. They've actually been really good when they play. They've been top five, top six-ish yeah. players when, when they play. Can we take a second and just really quickly talk about how fucking incredible Kevin Durant is at basketball? He does everything. Wow. He does everything. Wow. He's, I, I'm, I never, I've never watched him live as much as we do now and blown away by how insanely good he is. His worst stat, I think, is blocks, which is point zero point eight blocks per game. I think that's where he contributes the least. That's going to come up. I mean, uh, Kevin Durant, yeah. Amazing. I love him. But he's missed the last three games because of COVID stuff. Right. And then Kyrie's right, just... going to fuck up everyone all year. Yeah. And to confirm, knee, Kevin Durant does not have COVID. It was the barbershop thing. Or is that a different team? I can never... Yeah, no, so who cares? It's the same thing. I thought uh, that was Mark's Cousins, but whatever. But Okay, but Kevin Durant does not have COVID. He just went near someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which which is bad because that means that he can... Exactly, he can still get, get it. on the list again. Right. Like, once you get it, then I think you're, uh, he's, you're not going to get it again, most likely. I don't know. Yeah. So Michael Porter Jr., he was put on the COVID protocol list for like 10 days. And then he was put on again because, I don't know, I guess he came in contact with another person. Yeah. Like, dude, just stay inside. Fuck. It's Michael Porter Jr. just got hanging out at hospitals. Like, what's he doing? Yeah. Why is he doing? Uh, okay, so some more bright spots. SGA has been okay. Mitchell Robinson's getting almost 30 minutes tonight. That, that is, is a big bright that spot. That is the thing that I can celebrate the most on my team. Alfred Payton was a solid pickup by my standards. Been great pickup. Enos yeah. Cantor's almost averaging double double, and that's Enos Cantor's but, been really good this season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just ten and ten does absolutely nothing else, but at the expense of use of Nurkic. Yeah, I mean, as a streamer, if you're getting ten and ten off someone on like really high field goal percentage, I think that's a win. Yeah. Yes, and not ruining your free throw percentage definitely a win. So I just want to say this again: I'm tenth in the league in points rebounds assists and threes and field goals made naturally as well but i i do believe i have the least games and minutes played amongst everyone i I was just about to say that i wish that i could sort by that i think you've had the least minutes i was looking at your team uh i think you'll finish in the top five you know rest of season at least um Uh, well wow thank you i don't agree with you but thank you i kind of want to shake it up 
it all hinges on the health of KD and Kyrie. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean they can they can win me weeks just them two if they have four games and they both play. Yeah. Yeah. That is another risk, though. Even if they are healthy, what if they only have two? If they only have three games, I'm screwed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jimmy Butler is gonna bounce back. Like Russell, when I think you, like your players are back in rhythm, then you're well, you still have one of the better teams. So Michael Porter will be back. Being, Evan Fournier will be back. I don't give a fuck about Evan Fournier. But Michael Porter. <laughs> Hold is on. Back. Evan Fournier's family <laughs> give a fuck <laughs> about Evan Fournier. <laughs> He's um, solid. I don't care what you say. You're, you're being emotional, and I understand it completely. But, you know, Rasus, let's shake up your roster. Let's shake it up. Let's shake it up. Rasus, I'm willing to make a trade. I want Kevin Durant. I am willing to offer you. Oof, I'm nervous. Ooh, I'm nervous. I don't. I just acquired this player. So. I'm not gonna say it because I don't. I don't feel I need to s- think about it a bit more. AD for KD, straight up. I mean that I that's need- what that's where his value lies. Kevin Durant. He yeah, just hasn't I mean, played the last three games. If he had, he'd be right up there. Yeah. So. What are you thinking? I'm thinking. I don't want to do it because I love Kevin Durant so much. I love watching him play and just. Every time he hits a three, it's, it's like double points because I love the Nets and he's on my team. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to. And, oh, if Kyrie hadn't pulled his shit, I knew you loved him before that. So I was going to offer yeah. a trade with him, but I know you don't want him anymore. It's crazy how much I've gone from loving Kyrie Irving to what's worse than hate. You know, well, yeah, more than he hate him now. Abandoned the team. He completely said, fuck you. You're not uh, important com- to me. It, it completely. The team uh, and completely. all the fans. I, I think he should be borderline banned from the NBA. You knowing my political opinion is more important. Yeah. Then can I just um, can I just make a statement on someone who didn't abandon his team? Mm-hmm. Yes. Evan Fournier. Technically, he didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> still played. Trying to figure out what the hell that means. <laughs> I don't know what it means either. But it's provocative. It gets people going. It is. Can we can we move on to my team now? Yes, 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 absolutely. So I feel a little bit better after that segment. Coming in, coming in in last place. I'm really excited to talk about Ollie's team. Oh, the bold bowlers at two fifteen and one could pull out a win today. Uh, I hope you do. I hope Paul George and Christian Wood make the difference for you. As do I. Yeah. Um, I was the highest on your team of any team in the league. I'm still high on your team. But uh, I'm worried about Nurkic and Aiton. But your team is still rock solid. Vucevic has been exactly what we thought he'd be. That That's what he is. He's always as advertised. Um, Chris Middleton, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Terry Rozier has been good. Rui has been exactly what I thought he would be. Um. Yeah, it's just the it's the underperformance of Aiton Mitchell and Nurkic, which has been killing me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope Paul George and Christian Wood ignite your team, and I hope you get the like an eight one nine zero victory next week. I would love to see it happen. 
I think I think we would all like to see that happen. Yeah. Unless I'm playing Rasmus worried, next week. Word about Nurk and Aiton. If they don't if if they don't, you know, live up to where you drafted them, that's things don't look good. Look at these look at these field goals attempted. DeAndre Aiton 9.5. Wow, that's Ru Hachimura takes more shots per game. I mean, Dennis Schroeder takes a lot more shots per game. Derek wrote, no, how many players take more shots per game than DeAndre Ayton? Most of them. Probably 200. Probably 200 players. Now, that's the problem with DeAndre Ayton. How are you only taking nine and a half shots a game? You know, let's actually look at where he ranks. But it's, it is shocking. And it's also like the one block, one, you're seven foot tall, just stand there. <laughs> like, come on. Can I say something real quick? Hopping back to my team. I th- I'm, I'm analyzing my matchup with Niels and I want to do, I'm, I'm going to do something that seems bold, but once I explain it, it's actually not at all. So on all the counting stats, I have no shot of catching him. So like literally it doesn't matter. But I'm behind him by one uh, percent point in field goal percentage. He's at 45. I'm at 44. So I want to sit everyone except Mitchell Robinson and uh, Kevin Durant. That's advanced. Advanced. That's a good move, isn't it? That's a good move. Great move. If you do that and you win field goal percentage because of it, that would you deserve manager of the week. Thank you. I'm going to do that right now. I'm moving everyone to my bench except those two. Okay. So are you sure you can't get any of the other counting stats? Okay. 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 The closest I am to any counting stat. Uh, also, like we're also comparing the volume of it. That would be blocks where he's at 34. I'm at 27. Mm. Nah. But like he has everyone. 91 threes. I have 31. You think I could do it? <laughs> If Davis Bertans gets back to average, because he has yeah, yeah. he has eight hundred and three points, I have four hundred and thirty. Russ, it's it's because Katie and Kyrie basically haven't played all week. I no, they haven't. Have- Neither of them have played all week. I'm playing without them. He's Russ, playing Russ, fantasy Russ. NBA. You're playing fantasy G League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Russ, starting Norman Powell and Alfred Payton. Storming Norman. Stormin Norman. Okay, Are I'm taking everyone really off up? my uh, off my active roster. Oh, this game's going okay. on right now. <gasps> really? I want to watch NBA all day. Yeah, 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Ollie, quick question. Um, six and a half around. <laughs> yes. That, I that was I was not going to ask of, about your shoe size. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about your team now moving forward after the blockbuster trade that happened live on air? Better. Okay, cool. Definitely a lot less risky. That's for sure. I, Davis, it's just the, it's the health thing. That's the thing that was getting me. Like, I don't, I think his numbers will go up, but I'm just sick of like, you know, if you're playing four games, he's missing one. That's, that's the thing that got me. Yeah. Owning Anthony Davis is really risky because, you know, to win a league, your top guys have to perform like top guys. Because if they underperform, you get hurt so badly. Um, again, I've explained my position. James Harden, Anthony Davis. I had to see what happens when you have a team like that. So 
Yeah, and like I said, in your position, I would have done the same trade the other way around. Like, mm-hmm. if you're if you're already number one, you have to try and win more. Yeah. So, um, let's see. I like the depth of your team. You have good. Yeah, depth. I know. I, I I feel really good about Ollie's team. He is totally not a tenth, ninth, eighth, seventh place team even. Okay, let's end this segment by saying who we believe to be the top five teams in the league and maybe or the top three and the bottom three. Yeah. Something like that. Top three. I would say I would say Christian, Thomas, and Nils. Nils. Yeah, me too. Either yes, I'll go with the same. I will go with the same. Nils's team is very scary. Mm-hmm. Bottom three. I'm saying Emmanuel, Patrick, and Aaron. I'm flattered. Thank you. Thank you. I'm yeah, going to no, say. No, I wasn't even considering your team. I'm going to say Rasmus, mm-hmm. Patrick, and Aaron as well. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm going to say also me, Patrick, and Aaron. Okay. Well, I think this wraps up the, the live. T- roster breakdown for today that was a long episode and i loved how every long we've been going on for not long enough probably about two hours 20 minutes oh you know not that much longer than normal we could keep going much longer than this but we should probably cut let's see I, was there one more thing we want to talk about the best waiver pickups so far but i think they've already been somehow covered yeah you know kelvin johnson uh who is another big one those guys, those guys. Those guys, those guys. Larry Nance. Larry But like the, the waiver wire pickups actually make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Like if you can get a few extra points of value from like a few waiver wire pickups every week, that really jumps you in the standings a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. This was a massive pleasure as always. And I cannot wait for the next episode. And should we bring on someone for the next one? I do feel like four people talking becomes a little much, though. Uh, I think we should do one week where we just invite everyone on. And we just have a free-for-all. Yeah. I agree. We should do that. So that would be 10 people on a podcast. I, I generally believe what we should do wrong? one week. Everyone, everyone has... And we just throw out trade offers to each other. We all end up <laughs> shouting. It, it ends up with one of us getting arrested. Why not? <laughs> I like it. That sounds amazing. All right, guys. Thank you for today's episode. Thank Leave you. a review if you listen to this. To, if you listen to this to the end, you're fucking. You don't have a life. But five stars. Hey, five hey. stars, baby. No, I'm kidding. That was. It was some self-deprecating humor. You know, people mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That's all. You're right. Uh, five stars, no less. And that's <laughs> it. All right. Bye bye. Hey, Yusuf Nurkic, if you're listening. Just play better.